Looking for meat. It's looking for me, Ben. <laughs> Is it? Looking for me. Oh, it's for meat, because he's going to cry. Are you kidding me? I am kidding you. Oh. Of course, those are the real lyrics. <laughs> he got it right. That's what looking threw us Looking for me. Didn't I sing this? Oh, no, I didn't sing this with you. I sang this with Mr. Motto. Dude, you sang this with us? You sang this with us, yeah. Oh, because I thought Dumbass. I printed out the words. No, not this song. We did a couple of songs from that album. Yeah. Mm. British, everybody everybody did a couple of songs from that album. Oh, yeah. What a great album. Yeah. So, on the way here, mm-hmm. I was listening to the last episode. Yes. It sounds great. Right? Sounds like, great, but? No, no. It sounds great, like, uh-huh. quality-wise. Okay, but content-wise? <laughs> <laughs> cool. It only took 15 episodes, but, you know. No, because we've we've had yeah, it dialed in one. for a few. Yeah. But if you listen to some of those early ones, where remember when we had the settings wrong and yeah. Dan yep. was like right out in front, and we were like, as it should be. It was so bad. Turn Ben's mic up. No, I like that though because it kind of shows our evolution. You know, and people can look back on those episodes and go, "Oh my god, these guys are Our evolution is primates, and how Ben has stunted. Evolution. That's, he he kind of hit the evolutionary brick wall. Mm-hmm. Per se. Listen, that's like kind of like the, you know the theme of our podcast is evolution, not prostitution. All right, so I'm about cut. to pop open a Lagunitas Cappuccino Stout. All right, let's introduce the show, Mark, officially. Do it. You're yo. listening to the Drinking with Friends podcast with Dan, Mark, and Ben. He didn't even notice that time I put his name last. <laughs> <laughs> He's so preoccupied no, with the music. You're listening to the Drinking with Friends podcast <laughs> with Dan, Christ. Ben, and Mark. That's right. That's right, yo. Number two, me. We're starting right off the bat with a so, Lagunitas so Cappuccino guys, Stout. It's got a guys, bubble. Lagunitas mm. makes a lot of IPAs. Uh, my son was big into the IPAs, as you are, Mark, right? You're yes, into IPAs. Personally, they're too hoppy for me. I don't really enjoy them that much. Oh, oh Ben already caught a whiff of that one, and he's already reacting. Let's get this on video. <laughs> no. Lagunitas makes a really know. nice <laughs> just... IPA. It's actually a wheat. Oh, what the hell was beer. that? <laughs> just nasty stuff. Dude, you just like an elephant yeah. clearing his trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to taste it? Of course, that's Go what ahead. we're here for. Wait, taste don't it. taste it yet. Wait, let's describe it, man. Go ahead. Now taste it. Wait, 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 wait. No, describe <laughs> it. <laughs> describe it. What does it dark. look like, Ben? It looks dark. dark. It looks like a a, a very stouty mm. stout. It almost looks like um, oh, what is that stuff from? Uh, I love the label. Malta. Yeah, uh, a malt. The malta. The yeah. malta. The, malta, the yeah. Okay, here we go. Uh, not bad. Confused. It smells worse. <laughs> it smells worse than it tastes. Kind of like you. <laughs> <laughs> smells worse than I never tasted. tasted no, I haven't, but I've heard. <laughs> Why are you so close? <laughs> <laughs> right now, the video, Mark is videotaping Ben taking drinks, and good lord, it's a hideous. Con- oh, woof! Uh, it's not, it's, it's his okay. reaction, his facial uh, animation, 
is so it's, it is happy. Yeah, I'm not hoppy. Hoppy? Well, none of us is really hoppy, are we? Let's let's talk about what Lagunitas. Okay, let's okay. talk about Lagunitas. one of my wait, favorite. Wait, wait, wait. Take a sip. Tell me what you think, man. So smells it good. Smells like what? Farts. Uh huh. <laughs> Whose farts have you been smelling besides your own? It smells good. It smells like a nice stout. It, it has a traditional has... stout right aroma to it. It, and here's my wonderful, beautiful, talented wife. Oh, wow. And she's even sexier because she brought us food. She's bringing food. Wow, that's my dinner. It's leftovers from last night. <laughs> that's fantastic. Not my leftovers, Ooh. hers. And look, we thank have you so much. pretzel, thank mini you. pretzel bagels. Thank you, thank you. Why? Because it's freezing down here in the in the bunker. Those are pizza bagels. Thanks, son. Pretzel bagels? That was gross. Shut up! You're just jelly. <laughs> a real woman kissed me. That's that's the gross part. Yeah, poor <laughs> her. She kissed you. Yeah, I'm sorry, ladies out there who have kissed me in the past. Mm-hmm. I'm so, gonna go there again. Oh shit! <laughs> All right. Oh man, that's just side anger bar, is side just bar. triggered. Yeah, I know. It's Anytime right I, there. I I talk about women, Ben gets ah. pissed. And the hatred comes out, and, and his, his just his facial expressions get really angry. His his little jagged canines come out. So my opinion of the beer. Here we go. Cheers. It actually gets better as as I drink a little bit more. Surprisingly, it's it's not a heavy. It's not mm. as heavy as a regular stout like we had last week. No, right. It's very drinkable. Um, it has a caramelly flavor to it. What ingredients does it say it's brewed with? I don't know, Ben. You have your glasses. Mm-hmm. I have stunt glasses. Ben's if anybody read needs them. Oh, yeah. A Ben's uh, vocabulary test. Can he read English and pronounce the words correctly? Take one. The font is way too small. Blame the font. Hi, I'm a no, computer I can't, I can't nerd. I can't read anything on here. All right, let me see the stunt glasses. Because Ben can't see. Stunt glasses provided by. Oh, there he is. Wow, you look very edumacated. Take a selfie of yourself so you can share that with the world. Hey, everybody. I'm about to read the ingredients of the Lagunitas Cappuccino Stout, ale brewed with coffee. Okay. Ooh, it's that coffee Wait, flavor. That's the government mm. warning. Warning. Danger. Oh. Danger. I'm going to have to read this whole story. Okay. Once upon a time, there was a beer. Up until the summer of 2010, we'd always had a little dirty. Oh no, we've always had a little ditty <laughs> Yo, on the side dirtier. here. A little ditty that was dirt. a peon to a good old hot cup of Joe. I don't even understand this. Neither do I. Why would you pee on old Joe? That's fucked up. Up until the summer of 2010, we'd always had a little ditty on the side here that was a peon to a good old cup of Joe. It was built on the bones of the 23rd Psalm and went something like. Coffee is my shepherd. I shall not. <laughs> I shall not want. <laughs> but that was where the trouble started. Turns out, talking about coffee's happy aid, coffee's happy aid on on a ale label. I can't. I can't do this. Uh, let me see what the fuck is in it. <laughs> That's all I asked. Not the fucking. I know. But there was a whole story. On the fourth there. day, we built the brewery. There was a whole story on the side. I thought that. I don't know. I don't either. But it is. It's a cappuccino stout. It's got a little 
extra coffee in it. Mm, coffee. Yeah, those things are making me crazy. Yeah, aren't they? But they were good. Thanks. It's got a little extra coffee taste in it. It's a nice stout. It's not too heavy. It's nice and dark with a nice tan, a dark tan uh, foam to it. I like it. Everything from Lagunitas I like. I like their IPA, but my favorite Lagunitas beer is, is Little Something. Little Something, something on the side. Little yo. Something. Mm. It's a wheat beer. It's got a little hop to it, but it's not overly hoppy like a lot of IPAs are. So I think, Dan, you would probably like it. Maybe we'll have next, to try that. You know what we'll do? We'll it. do an IPA show. I think we should. Oh. And then Ben will be totally. Mm. All right. Sorry, Ben. You know, you have a point. This is supposed to be enjoyable. I don't like IPAs. <laughs> you don't like IPAs. He does. But we'll do. We'll give. Well, we we'll give one a chance. Yeah. Well, In the words of John Lennon. Give. Give yeah, IPAs a chance. Yeah. That's good all thing, I'm saying. That's good thing I didn't bring the um, the Raging Bitch by Flying Dog. That's a really good IPA. Now, how many ex-wives were just insulted by that one? Mm -hmm. I was never married to a Raging Bitch. I was. Mm. Now. Ben's my Raging Bitch. What the fuck is that <laughs> you're eating, bro? Uh, I'm eating Lisa's leftover gyro that she got from mm. the Aegean oh. Greek place in Sayville. Okay. Not that there's any correlation to our location regarding where that restaurant is and where we are bunker. now. It was flown in this morning when we flew here. Remember that? <laughs> I'm going to go back to a story that occurred in, what was it, 2017, I believe, where I was at the um, Chicago Open Air Festival. Mm. I think it was a three or four day festival. There was about 45 bands on total throughout the festival. Damn. And I was covering it. And covering for who? Covering for um, it was a uh, it was a music magazine online. Very cool. Mm -hmm. So um, we ended up in the beer tent. Me and the photographer I was with. Not the uh, OD tent, but the beer tent. The beer tent. Was there an OD tent? And it wasn't it wasn't the Miller Light tent. We found the craft beer tent, Ooh. which was on the other side of the of the place. So we go in, and, and I'm talking to this beautiful redhead bartender and i said what do you suggest what do you have we still keep in touch on instagram to this day but anyway um and she said well i'll give you a little something and stupid me not ever hearing of this beer before i was like yeah but what is it called <laughs> she said a little something and she ended up bringing me this beer and it was fantastic it was got a little hop to it but not too bad I think it's technically a wheat ale, like I said before. Mm -hmm. And what happened was they ran out of um, the keg. The keg kicked. So what she started doing was she started popping bottles and putting it in my cup. Ah. But the bottle would not fill up the cup. So she would pop a second bottle and mm. say, here, drink some of this. How Pour big the is second cup? You have big cups. Pour the second bottle in. And I was getting two furs. The entire rest of the day. Mm. Oh. So by, by mid-afternoon, I was sitting with my back against the chain link fence on the ground <laughs> while my photographer was taking pictures and I was writing whatever notes I could at the time. You were describing. I was, wow. I was trash. Uh, wow, this fence is really But that was a great cool. that was a great craft beer tent. And that was my first uh, ever experience with Little Something, which mm. is now one of my favorite beers. If I see it in the store, I grab it. And if I'm out at the bar... A lot of times they'll have the Lagunitas IPA, which I think is also very good. Very cool. That being said, now that you brought up beer, 
Uh, we were discussing. <clears throat> uh, so all we do is talk about beer. Yeah. Well, it's drinking with friends, but we can expand the palate of our tasting. For example, um, each one of us has a particular alcohol that we like. I prefer either vodka or gin. Mark is a big bourbon whiskey guy. Ben, he likes wine, red wine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, very sweet liqueurs and things like that. He was a big uh, Kahlua fan for a while. In high school, Ben went through a phase where he was polishing off a bottle of Kahlua with milk. And, you know, I'm like, Ben, are you drinking it with anybody? Well, no, I'm just (laughs) drinking it by myself. He's watching cartoons. He's watching fucking Uh, Daffy Duck, and he's drinking his shit. And I'm like, dude. I'm thinking nothing of it. And Dan's like, you're an alcoholic. Yeah, Ben, what are the signs? Well, you drink by yourself. You drink all the time. And I was just like. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah. So now, yeah, well, guess what? That's so, where you got colitis from. <laughs> that's where you got colitis from. Back then. And that's not even a joke. Ben had colitis, and that's where it came from. Because I did. Because the bottle would collide no. with your head. You know. Yes, he did. He had colitis, didn't no, he? I what is know. colitis, anyways? And then we, we used to say that. No, that's what. was so big that every time I ran, they collide. I got colitis. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do uh, Benji, Portrait of a Young Alcoholic. The ABC After School special, but we didn't get the funding because we drank that money away. But um, no, because I yeah I, I okay, yeah. no one cares anyway. Because <laughs> I, I remember, dude, I, was I actually you, cared for you at one yeah, point in my at life. One point, and I God, remember I said, "What a dumbass!" Yeah, I, I got to go replace the bottle. Yeah, and you got caught. <laughs> then I got caught. No, that I got caught for something else. That was when um, molesting yourself in public. Uh, no, I didn't get caught for that. Oh, you were drinking yeah, your parents' Kahlua. Yeah, yes. Yeah. No, but I... <laughs> yes. For some... No. For some reason... <laughs> Make up your mind. It was like one week. I think... I don't remember. It was one week that I had parties in my house during lunch. Benji likes to party all the time. I had a green light party in my bedroom. And all that, and everybody would Did come over. Did that mean the green have... lights on? Everybody come in. The mm-hmm. red lights on. Someone's that means the donuts are fresh. Yes, <laughs> the donuts are fresh. And it was just crazy. And I remember I had to go replenish the alcohol. And it's like a Friday afternoon, and I'm walking home, and who comes out of nowhere? What's up? My mother. She came out of nowhere. She's driving down Deer Park Avenue, and I'm walking with alcohol. (laughs) She's like, what are you doing? I'm just walking home. What's in the bag? Nothing. (laughs) And then um, I got busted. (laughs) The worst part was, did I ever tell you this? My father dragged me to that liquor store and told the guy, this kid is 14 years old or 15 don't ever sell him alcohol again. I was like, oh, crap. This guy is the only place that we used to get alcohol from. So I got to find another place. That's what I got well, out of that one. Tell the truth, Ben. Your father was trying to sell you into slavery. <laughs> He's 14 prior. years old. I'll, yeah, I'll take $3 and some melon liquor, okay? I'll Turn take around, that. Benji. Look at the ass on this kid. <laughs> <laughs> He's got... Big hips. He's got birthing hips. <laughs> he can smell trouble from a mile away. <laughs> he can find truffles with that thing. <laughs> he's, oh he's 14 years old and he's already six foot two. <laughs> yeah. And and they sent me to Columbia that summer 
by myself. For rehab. Who the hell does that? They just sent me the, like a Dude, weird they were punishing never you. Coming back. They were punishing you. That was a great summer, though. Is that when you got hooked on marijuana and cocaina? No. <laughs> that was what I learned about. The crazy, gum, the crazy thing was. And we won't go there. <laughs> before they put him on the plane, they, make, they put him in full makeup. <laughs> and they put a wig on him. <laughs> And they kicked him off the plane because he was just so unattractive. We, we, I think, first landed in Barranquilla. And I remember looking up and the plane ceiling was cracking. And like water was dripping in. And I was like, I turned white as a ghost. And I remember the stewardess just like, do you want anything? Are you okay? I said, and I was just looking at the ceiling. I didn't say anything. <laughs> we just landed in Bogota. And I was like, I'm off this plane. Thank heaven, man. I really thought we were going down. Mm. Wow. That's fucking scary. Yeah. Like this story. I was going somewhere, though. We had a discussion since the Olympics are coming up next month, and we like to drink beer, but we also like to drink with a purpose. Besides educating our listeners out there on the beers that we're trying, we try to make it a shared experience for everybody. And if there's anything that we may have influenced you in trying or drinking or not going near, that's pretty cool because don't ever buy the Carlsberg. Mm -hmm. We determined that. Anyway, we're thinking of doing a beer Olympics and as beer. Oh my God. It's Michael. Whoa. This is like chopped up ribs off. Chopped off Bringing bone. down chopped up chopped ribs. ribs. Fantastic. Holy crap. Yeah, we're being right catered tonight. Thanks. Fries. Hey Mike, come over here for a minute. Mm, very nice. Good. Sweet potato Regular fries. fries and sweet potato fries. Mmm. You talk yeah. to the mic and say hello to everybody. You'll hear Ben chewing. Mm. It's very nice. And you can actually hear Ben breathing because of that snuffy sound. <laughs> <laughs> so, Michael, tell us a little bit about yourself, besides that you're an attractive, good-looking, well-educated guy who drives a Tesla. That's about it, yeah. You covered it all. <laughs> One sweeping sentence. Skin deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's very shy, but not really. Give him a couple of beers, man. Oh, boy. Yeah, maybe a few more next time. Yeah, well, you can be our special guest next time. Ooh. And you can tell us Ooh. about Bitcoin and <laughs> NFTs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cryptocurrency. Crypto. Thank All right, you, thanks, Mike. You're a hell of a good dude. Thank thanks, you. Mike. Man, I remember some of my students would come in and ask to do that cryptocurrency stuff. Do you have any idea about crypto? That's nah, another topic. for that's another topic. I for invested in it, and thank God I, I just happened to pull my funds out at the right time before everything started to take a nosedive but it's like the stock market mm -hmm. but you know you have to really watch what's going on and understand it and i was a novice not even a novice a beginner and i made some money on it it was a quick transaction it was only a matter of maybe a week or two oh, and initial investment about 350 bucks i walked out of there with five something Oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah, but then, you know, some people I know left their money in those particular uh, companies and they lost. So, you know, it it's goes up and down like the market when you buy low and then it goes up and then you have a certain threshold that you want to hit before you sell. You know, you can set up the parameters in right. your account and whatever. That's another topic. But getting back to what we were discussing, it was the Olympics are coming and we were thinking, wow. Maybe we'll do a beer Olympics, the beer Olympics. So we were throwing ideas around and, you know, I kind of took the hold of this one. So because so many beers are out there, but a lot of them are very difficult to get. So you can get the cream of the crop from like Belgian beers, but then mm -hmm. 
you're going to have to go to a specialty store and uh, what a pain in the ass. So a lot of people won't have access to something that we're going to drink. So I kind of figured, all right, why don't we do it based on what's accessible to everybody and also the countries who are participating. So the criteria was a country that's in the Winter Olympics, um, a country that produces beer that's available in the U.S. easily. Mm -hmm. So what a bitch that was because I'm trying to find and I'm starting at home with the American beers. And I'm like, Budweiser? No. Who are they going to compete? I mean, all the Anheuser-Busch products, all the Miller, Coors, all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, crap, I don't want to do the microbrewery thing because we'll be here for eons trying to pick because there's so many good micro beers out there. They're just outstanding. But do you do that for every country too? So we're going to go to Japan and try, you know, 10,000 different microbreweries mm. from there. So we, I, I was just narrowing it down as best I could. Came up with a list of countries, I think 14 of them. And we're going to just do like uh, one round of, I guess, three beers at a pop. Sounds good. And we'll go forward with that. But what I wanted to do was uh, try to get beers that we can all enjoy. In other words, beers that you can go to your beer distributor and get without any hassle, really, of, oh, my God, I can't get this, or I've never heard of this. or You know, these are, like I said, accessible. So you can go to your local beer distributor who has a good selection and most likely get 90% of these. So we'll be putting up our first round of beers in our first three countries. And if you want, you can play along. You can taste test them yourself. And we can talk about it. You know, you can post your uh, reviews of each one. Right? Or mm-hmm. you can make, since gambling is now legal in New York, you can bet <laughs> on which one we're going to pick. Or which one, if somebody wants to be creative and set up the odds for the first three we put up, that'll be cool. It. But at the end, when we have all the winners from all the preliminary heats, we'll have the final, and it'll be gold, silver, and bronze. And the winner, if you pick the gold-winning beer, you can put up your choice on uh, our Facebook page or whatever other social media you get with the Drinking With Friends podcast. Once you do that, you can put the you know the country in the name of the beer, and then if you are a gold medal winner, you get a personalized message from drinking with friends and the opportunity to. Well, Ben, you could have this one. Do whatever you want to me. That's right. Anything you want to do to Ben, and we'll videotape it and share it with everybody. That was the sexiest voice I've ever heard, Ben. And it wasn't in Spanish. (laughs) So yeah, you can. Ben could be your submissive slave, your gardener, your pool boy, Coco the house boy, whatever you want to call yourself, Ben. Coco the monkey. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't understand a fucking word of that. Good, because it was in English. (laughs) That's my difficulty. I think it's a great idea. Oh, thanks. I'm wondering if maybe we should. No, no, Bob. I'm wondering if maybe we should go like like an economic type of thing. Like, what's the best selling beer in this country? I tried that, that. and then you get like Budweiser, Corona. You know. Yeah. So I looked at it. I did a little bit of research actually, and I tried to determine you know what's good. For example, a country like Japan, they have multiple beers and they brew their own, but you get the top three selling ones, which would be Sapporo, Kirin, Kirin. and Ashi or something Ying like that. Ying. Yeah, that's Ben's. 
North Korean beer. <laughs> In our last episode, Ben was trying to say uh, Yingling. Yingling, yeah. So he said Ying Yang. And then Mark riffed on that and said Ying Ying. So we're back to our discussion now. And, you know, it's hard to find a good American beer that's representative of how good an American beer could be, other than something like Sam Adams, which is a better crafted beer. But, again, there's a billion different flavors. So we're looking at Pilsners and Lagers, things like that, instead of the Stouts, because you look at a lot of the English beers, and they're mostly Stouts. A lot of, a lot of European countries, Stouts are what they drink, not regular lagers or pilsners but a lot of stouts and they like them warm yes but this olympics bitch and it's the winter olympics so it's got to be cold back to columbia when i was 14 why am i not hearing you i don't know why not is that better you have to speak into the mic mic. ben mike usage 101 (laughs) remember first podcast you want to maybe tilt it up a little yeah okay all right shut up ben because there's no anyway His nose hit the microphone and knocked it out of alignment. I think that you, like bring up a, you bring up a really good point. That are there really any good American beers? Mm. I mean, the if big you exclude breweries. the microbrews, yeah, then, are there any really good American beers that are that are produced? You know, like from an Anheuser Busch mm-hmm. or a big company like that. I mean, you I could say no. Killian's Irish Red, but that's mm. like, that's a Miller. I really like Killian's. Me too. But then, again, uh, a lot of people do like the regular domestic beers because that's what you grew up on or you're so used to it. Like, there's nothing that beats an ice-cold bottle bud on a summer day after you cut the grass. There's just, you know, that it's, it's not the greatest beer. But you know what? At that point, it's pretty freaking good. But how does that compare to, like, a Sapporo? Can I tell a story or no? Well, we're talking about beer. What are you yes. going to talk about? I was Back to banged by, I was raped by a goat. <laughs> Back to Columbia when I was 14. They have beer there? They had this, oh, what do you call it? Um, you, you tell the story <laughs> and you don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. Uh, so like yeah, a, they had this thing and it was awesome and I liked it. And it was like a sort of kind of type of world fairy thing. <laughs> world, world fairy? Fair. That's you. The International <laughs> World Traveling Fairy. Ben. <laughs> and in there... They had a beer section, and it was cases and cases of warm Budweiser. Ew. And they loved it. Oh, God. Everybody was like, oh, Budweiser. Cerveza. Oh, tan delicioso. So good. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is the crap. This is horrible, and it's warm on top of it. Because in Colombia, if you want to buy a beer, let's just say it's a fifty cents for a beer. But if you want it cold, it's a dollar fifty. So everybody drinks it warm. Yeah. So. Because they're cheap. Yeah. So right, it's freaking Mexican. It was very odd seeing Budweiser and Budweiser standing out as a mm-hmm. top beer. But then, Ben, in if you have Europeans to come here and they're. Watching us drink Heineken's and yeah. Amstel's and Beck's, and they're like, Ugh. that's like the Budweiser's of the European countries. Yeah, that know? some people say that's a beer we don't drink, so we send it to America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's the same thing. Mm. It's the big companies, the big breweries that can you know produce a lot of uh, a product, and they send it over. That eliminates a lot of the smaller but better quality beers that you can get because there's no distribution for them. Or the market's very limited, so. Well, I'll tell you, it's like 
<clears throat> it's all business, right? Absolutely. Because you were just saying before, you don't like IPAs. Ben doesn't like IPAs. You like gin. I like bourbon. Ben likes wine. And so these big companies like a like a or these big beers like a Budweiser, mm-hmm. they want to reach as many people mm-hmm. as possible. So they want to be all things to all people. So it's just basically alcohol in a little bit of water with some suds. You know, and that's what a Budweiser is. That's what a Coors is. And that's what beer used to be. Mm-hmm. Then we started to get into the microbrews, and we started to get into the different flavors. The tinkering with ingredients to get a different outcome. Right. And then you had different categories of beers, different mm-hmm. types of beers. And then, you know, you started getting all of these, um, all of this variety in your beer, where it wasn't just Budweiser, Coors, Miller, you know, uh, Michelob, it was so much more. So now you still have these companies that probably are still outselling everything else, but it's because they, um, it's because they cater to the largest demographic, right? Well, you're in it to make money. You're absolutely right. Right. <clears throat> but it's hard because that becomes like the same old, same old. This is just yeah. the basic the basic run-of-the-mill beer, it's the best seller, but it has no character to it. It has nothing that makes it, that di- that distinguishes it from any other beer. But you know, but it just is mass appeal. You brought up a really good point in that we were brought up to drink the big beers. In other words, the uh, Anheuser-Busch stuff, the Miller stuff. Coors wasn't even that big until later on. And I'm talking, we're children that grew up like... In the uh, late 70s, early 80s, that's when we were starting out. My first beer was a warm bud. Tastes like dog shit, but that's the standard. But Coors, I don't know, it, it probably didn't reach out east, but well, you look uh, at Smoky and Abandoned, wait, 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 everybody wait, was ben? drinking Coors. Yeah, because they used to sell Coors, what was it, west of the Mississippi? Because it was brewed in Colorado. They didn't ship it east because they wanted to keep it refrigerated. Refri- so... Mm-hmm. Anyway, towards the middle or late 80s, he started, I'm, I'm not sure the date, so if I screwed it up, Silver sorry. Bullet. Yeah, but I, I never liked Silver Bullets. I always liked regular cores. I could drink regular cores with no problem. It's actually enjoyable to me. There was something about the name Silver Bullet that just, in the marketing, Wait, what did you say? You. Uh, silver, the bu- silver Bullet. Uh, yeah, yeah I used to like the Silver Bullet, too. <laughs> I like the Civil War. If you're gonna, you know, take a poll on which you, which war is really fun, I, I'd say Civil. You know, the Silver Bullet Wars were the best. But it's true. A lot of the reason why I drank Silver Bullets exclusively was the marketing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the cans were cool. It had a cool name. The marketing, the signs that were, let's say, a popular pop culture figure would be in the Seven Eleven Elvira around Halloween. The big cardboard cutout of her and the Coors Light thing. The marketing on TV, it all correspond with it, but it was new, and they pushed it, whereas the other beer companies, you know, remember the old light beer commercials? Tastes great. Less filling. Yeah. yeah, but that was introducing a light beer. Now, if you look back, Budweiser isn't a heavy beer. We've no. dr- we drink stouts. Budweiser to me is like a light <laughs> beer, but then when you have Bud Light, it's like, what the frick am I drinking? And oh, yeah. you know, Miller Light, Miller Genuine Draft, which I used to like when I was growing up. That was an alternative, was right? And why did Michelob you like? And, why did you like Miller Genuine Draft? 
Because it tasted like a regular beer. Because it had, because it pushed the envelope at the time a little bit, and it gave you something a little more. It Flavorful, gave you something a little yes. more, a little more flavor, a little more regular something Miller to it. Was just a half step above a like a light beer. Even then, that's that's a light beer, and it had yeah. no flavor to it. But at least uh, Genuine Draft had a little bit of flavor. And I think my first beer when I was thirteen was a warm Miller High Life. Mm-hmm. Because we found them in the woods or something yeah, like that, you know. The Playboys. You'd always the find beer in the woods or something next that, to the dead body. Yeah, right, <laughs> that the older kids would stash or whatever, and then you mm-hmm. drink it real quick and disappear. But yeah. that was my first beer. Yeah, like I said, mine was a warm Budweiser can. My brother got it for me and the Manusa boys, and we were in, uh, I think, the Manusa's basement. This, this is in Clark, New Jersey. Anyway, and I walked home from my friend's house. And I was buzzed. And on the way home, I'm laughing to myself because I feel <laughs> funny. This is the first time I ever drank. I had three beers and I was buzzed. And I made it home and I'm giggling to myself. Oh, my God, I made it home. Wow. But I was so impressed with the fact that I had my first couple of beers. They tasted like shit, but I drank them anyway. And now I'm buzzed. And wow, this is pretty cool. Exact opposite for me. <clears throat> I, would go, I would be the one to go buy it because I was so tall. And, and I'll buy it for the 17-year-old kids really? and all that. How old were you when you bought it I was it like them? 14, 13. Wow. And I would bring it back, and it's like, thanks, you're not allowed to drink. So I was like, all right, and I just hung out with him. So wow. I don't remember the first beer I ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Mark just did the universal sign for... Uh, A fellatio? <laughs> yeah. That's what I did when so I was hanging out with him. So that's why Ben was hanging out. <laughs> ben, that's when Ben first met Nico. <laughs> Hey, listen to the last episode. If you listen episode to the last 15. podcast, Ben was blowing Nico away <laughs> with his breast. Oh and Nico is oh, his dog. Go, you can go on the Drinking with Friends Facebook page to see mm-hmm. the video. Oh, that was hysterical. Ben's on the ground laughing his ass off, explaining how he was blowing Nico the dog. <laughs> uh, I don't want to go there again. No, um, um, but uh, Nico doesn't want you to go there again either. What was your first experience with beer, Ben? That's I think that's where you were going. Yeah, so yeah. I was going. I think eventually they let me because I would buy them cigarettes and beer. Mm-hmm. I didn't buy hard alcohol. You buy I would soft just always alcohol. buy the beer and uh, and the cigarettes. And I come back and the chewing tobacco was really big. And oh, we used to smoke a pipe. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> I think it was Schaefer. Schaefer was my first beer. I think uh, the but getting buzzed there, I say, for the first time mm-hmm. was Schaefer Cream Ale. It was sold in an eight-pack, seven-ounce bottles. Uh-huh. I, Poppy. Oh, I got so drunk. And <laughs> and I think I had two of them. And you slept with everybody in your circle of friends. That was before I drank. Uh-huh. And then... You drank to forget. <laughs> Rich, who was two or three years older than me, had Angel... No. Angel oh, Dust. He had, no, he had... <laughs> Angel food cake? What is that? Yeah, it's that's like a, it's really like a, like a, like a, dessert. a badass thing. It's yeah. really light and airy. And I remember it had no frosting or anything on it. We were drunk in his house eating Angel it. Angel cake? Like, Angel cake or something like that. I was like, oh, this is so delicious. It sounds like you're high, not drunk. <laughs> oh, it was, it was really, really bad. After and that night, they started calling Ben Angel Cakes. <laughs> <laughs> Angel Cheeks. <laughs> But anyway, anyway, I think it was Schaefer Cream Ale. So getting back to what we're talking about, drinking beers. Right now, to cleanse our palates, I uh, popped open a couple of Stellas. Mm. And they're Belgian, but again, this isn't 
indicative of what's really the big good Belgian beers. This is like the Budweiser of Belgium. If mm-hmm. I was to say anything, well, oh, no, I'm not going to say anything. If I was to say anything, you've been saying things, but keep going. I really like this beer. Which beer are you talking the about? Stella. The Stella, Stella Artois. Artois. Yes. It's I really, been, really enjoyed you know, this beer. I went to, after divorce, I finally started going out with some of my friends that I so couldn't go out with So you went to prison to meet some real yes. friends and conjugal visits? And I went to a baseball game with Linda, and we had this beer. And this is the first time the Stella's. Okay. And the first time I've ever had it, and I was just like, holy crap, this is really good. Mm-hmm. And I went and got another one. <laughs> Next thing you know. Lost my credit card. Next thing you know. <laughs> and Mark's doing the universal sign again. And because there, there were the large ones, and I and I really don't drink. I wasn't driving, so I had my second beer. And by the time I was doing that second beer, I went to go get something for Linda. And I lost my credit card. I had no idea where it went. All right. I brought this down. Stop to a name hold. dropping. Okay. Yeah, dude. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? Uh, okay. Are you done with that story? I'm it was done. really good. It was, it was, yeah. I liked it. It mm-hmm. went nowhere, but I was on on. Yeah, it was a good story. for the ride. It was good. It was a good story, man. What yeah, happened? <laughs> Who? Wait, what? <laughs> what happened again? They do make a dog. Stella. Ooh. Ben got. I yet to taste that. I bought that for one of my daughter's friends' uh, mother's fiance. Okay, so anyway, one of my daughter's friends, one, <laughs> one of my, my daughter's, daughter's friends', friends cousins, mother's nephews, fiance's sisters, cousins, not but they were divorced sisters, three times. But remarried. Uncles, babysitters, mothers, aunts, brothers, f- fucking doctor, <laughs> dentist assistant. <clears throat> I want to go back because <laughs> we were talking about <laughs> go anywhere but here anywhere. I want to go back in time and stop this podcast from ever happening. Um, <laughs> when we were talking about how Coors, Coors stayed on the West Coast, yes, because they wanted to keep the beer fresh, right? Fresh, fresh. If they talk about, <clears throat> if you talk about Guinness. Yes. Anybody that's gone to Ireland and had Guinness there says it tastes totally, totally different because it's not shipped across the world. You got it. But now Guinness has breweries in the United States. Yeah, but, you know, that's cheating. It's not the same product? Is that what you're saying? It's not. It's cheating. water? Well, just like you brought up another good point. Like, for example, the Canadian beers we get, not the same as the ones you get in Canada. Right. We are up in Toronto. And we went to uh, Wayne Gretzky's bar at the time when he was a ranger, but that has nothing to do with the story, except it does, Mm -hmm. because we're in there and we're getting hammered drinking regular Molson's, but they don't call them pitchers in Canada, they call them jugs. So the waitress comes Mm. over and she goes, oh, would you guys like a pair of jugs? Double take, Mm. you know? (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't meant to be funny because she was just saying jugs, and we looked at her like, what "Oh, the hell I'm you glad doing? it wasn't meant to be funny." Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like your jokes, Dick. Anyway, <laughs> so we get a couple of jugs of beer, and we're drinking, and holy crap, they hit you. The alcohol content is much higher, and the taste. I like Molson's. I like Moosehead beer. Good Labatt's is even okay, but that Labatt's is like their Budweiser. That they ship out, and it's like right. their ship beer. 
But when you go there, you get a higher alcohol content. I mean, it's not like it had to be shipped over a great expanse to come to New York from mm-hmm. Canada. But the brewing's different. The flavor is different. And you're absolutely right. If you go to wherever a beer is produced, let's say if you take a tour of a brewery and you have the product right there, much different tasting than if you, you know, ship it out. Because in shipping and the time from when it's ready to be released to the time you drink it, who knows? That's when uh, another marketing thing was Sam Adams with the best on dates. Remember, they were the first mm-hmm. ones to put that on because you get skunky beers if it was sitting in the bar bottom shelf they put it in the uh, cooler and then you know they took it out didn't use it so it got warm and then they put it back in and we know that happens especially with uh, the higher price stuff way back in the day when these bars would be catering to young people it's like what's the cheapest beer i could get right so the higher end beers didn't sell as much so they'd sit sit around and sit around so you get the skunky factor but anyway all i was trying to say I was meandering like Ben, was that the closer you are to the point of origin, the better the quality of the beer is going to be. Yeah, and I wonder how much um, how much it goes into it that these companies are really distributing their best products locally, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're sending stuff out to other countries, like you said. You're sending out like an inferior product. You're not sending well, out your best shit. It could be true. I don't know enough about it because, again, some companies may want to send their best out so they can sell it internationally, get a big name, get a big market. I mean, if you could sell a domestic beer in, let's say, China, and it goes over really well, I mean. I think that people, I think there's an appeal to having an import, you know. Yeah. Like the Stella. It Mm -hmm. says Belgium on it. Yes. Right? Is this a Belgian beer? I don't know. Is it a is traditional it? Belgian mm. beer? I don't Did know. Did it come from Belgium? We were in uh, Stockholm, Sweden, and backstage, we got a case of Tuborg. You mm. remember Tuborg, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Tuborg yeah, in I, I don't know how long, but it's still a big beer over there. Yes. You know, but I would imagine if they if that was part of our package in, in the dressing room, maybe it was like their lower end beer there. They had some awesome taps, like lighted, like circular uh, pictures of all the beers and stuff. Oh, wow. That's cool. Like the labels. They were really, really cool. You remember when uh, we were in uh, Troll Hot, Sweden. Hot. All, the, uh, all the beer taps were just really cool and really bright. Mm-hmm. And um, they had a lot of different types of beer. So it was really cool to, to be able to try the beers on tap in Stockholm. But like I said, in the back, drinking Tuborg, and it was actually really good, you know? Tuborg, really? Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a long time since I saw Tuborg. I was like, holy shit. Did you drink Carlsberg? I might have. Yeah, I might have. Yeah, because that stuff, I mean, it's poison. It's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's a song in the back no, it's that, not. That's the Carlsberg <laughs> <laughs> theme song. Uh, anyway, so getting back to the whole point of this, we're trying to figure out what beers to use for our Beer Olympics. So we're going to post uh, a list after this podcast of the potential ones for our Beer Olympics. Okay. And mm-hmm. if anybody could suggest something, that'd be great. You know, we want you to be a part of this too and be more interactive with what we do. 
Yes, we'd love to have you be a part of it and hear your suggestions and your stories and your experiences with different um, beers from around the world, uh, imports or otherwise, just different things that you've tried, because that would be really awesome, too. Yes. So, um, mm-hmm. and just think of it, you can have a direct effect on the show, you'll be put in the World Wide Web history because we'll mention you if you'd like mm-hmm. we could do a audio call out to you in fact we can set you up so that you can call in and we can have a discussion we we'll can also do a video Wiki- yeah we'll do a wikipedia page and all that fun stuff you're a douche <laughs> and then we can go to your house and clean your dishes uh-huh. and- well that's the prize <laughs> if you win the bet and come up with the gold medal winner. We're not talking about the trifecta gold, silver, and bronze. No, no. Just the gold. And the first one to pick it wins it. Because if everybody picks a certain beer and it wins, the first person who puts it up on the uh, on whatever social media platform, they win and they get a mystery date with Ben. Woohoo! Ain't no mystery. It'll be what's a mystery because we don't know what happened to him <laughs> after that day. <laughs> but it's all good by us. Why does Ben get the date? I'm the one that's single. No, but that's not a date. It's a punishment. <laughs> if we want somebody to really win, they get a free mystery date with Mark that includes an overnight stay and dinner at the Zapata Farms. <laughs> <laughs> and you get to meet Louie. Nice. That's right. Shake paws with Louie. I'm single, but not available, said Louie. <laughs> Everybody loves Louie. Okay, speaking of love, what do you guys think of this beer? What, the Stella? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, but I mean, is it Beer Olympics quality brew or next? You know, I don't know. They're better Belgian beers, absolutely. But I think I think it would be a strong representative I for Belgium. So. You think so? I think so. I, I like it. How about Duval? Do you ever have that? No, I have it's, had that, yes. Uh, I like it much better. Mm-hmm. It's more indicative of what they really drink there. And it's a better competitor, I think, than Stella would be. Okay. Just an opinion. I mean, but that's why I want to get some input from whoever. And it's and it's it's it has a lower profile. So what's mm-hmm. the, what's the Duval? What kind of beer is it? Ooh, it's a, that's a good question. I don't know offhand, but you know, <clears throat> through drinking it, I did enjoy it. It was good stuff. Okay. Let me try to look this up real quick. Yeah. Meanwhile, Ben, tell us a fascinating <clears throat> story. This beer is two years old. Get We're out. supposed to be drunken by... Drunken? Drunken by the May 16th of 2020. Dude, this beer was ben, in a six-pack that was just purchased. Ben just busted Dan. Dan has the oldest shit beer in the fridge, <laughs> and he always tries to make us drink it, and this time he succeeded. What? But it's how not old bad. is that cappuccino stout, Ben? Yeah, that, 50 no, years no, I old. I just bought it today. Doesn't mean oh, shit. Oh, you bought that today? Yeah. How old is it, Ben? Did it show its ID? Yeah, Ben. Was it How old vaccinated? Is it? Hmm. Fuck. No way. Ben's trying to read, folks. Sit back, make, make yourself a, a meal, let the dog out, do the dishes. No, it has no. Uh, hmm. No Duval. All right. I'm not getting much of what the hell it is, but um, yeah. Browerge. Brauerisch, yeah, Duvel, Murtgott. Yeah, but uh, I guess a lot of the uh, I can't even talk now. 
lot of the uh, beer was brewed by monks. So each, I guess, monastery had its own way of brewing. So that's why you have the different types. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What's the matter, Ben? You're, you're giggling. The Wild Wild West out on Twitter. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you. Holy cow. So, I think that's a great idea, the Beer Olympics. Really cool. We're, gonna, we're still working on how we're going to involve the listeners uh, because we'd love to have you involved. We're still trying to figure out how we're going to go and do all this, but we just wanted to put it out there. And if anybody wants to, um, you know, give us some input or some feedback about the idea, any ideas on how to do it, just go ahead to the Drinking With Friends podcast Facebook page and uh, and just leave a comment, you know, and we'll, uh, we'll definitely take it into consideration. And uh, let's get this Beer Olympics going. Very good. Don't forget to like the page. Don't forget to like the page. And trigger the algorithm. Don't forget, yeah, the algorithms. The algorithm. The other thing, too, I'd like to ask people to do is to share the page. Share. Yes. And when you listen to the episode, if you like the the episode, if you like the episode, share it. You know, pass it along to a friend, a family member, somebody who you think might uh, enjoy it. You know, that would be greatly appreciated because we really do have fun and we want to reach as many people as possible. Uh, So far, we've gotten tremendous uh, feedback for the podcast and a lot of people have started to listen and jump on board. And so we're really excited about that. So if you wouldn't mind, share the podcast, share the Facebook page, uh, Instagram page, wherever you follow us and uh, tell your friends. Now we're going to transition into... Algorithms, algorithms, algorithms. It was nice. I went downstairs today, um, and the wife was listening to our podcast. Nice. We were just segueing awesome. into algorithms, and mm-hmm. Ben's like, the yeah. wife listened. She's and triggering she the algorithm by typing. And she... Like. By liking the podcast, which is cool, Making because... Follow Vicky's lead, people. We were also just talking about the podcast and how the earlier versions, the earlier episodes... We had some technical issues. We had some technical difficulties, and uh, we've cleared a lot of that up. If you notice, hopefully you notice that the podcast sounds really good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, I've learned from my mistakes. Yeah. I we lost recorded this three one. hours of gold. Yeah, really And going podcast. off on me specifically. <laughs> and I mean, no holds barred. He Man. was a little tipsy, and I guess it was like uh, truth serum. It yeah. all came out. His deep resentment, hatred, anger- Jealousy. I'm like one comment away from that every day of my life. Not even as drunk as he was last week on the podcast. Oh, yeah. But there was no anger. Oh, yeah, there was because he was explaining how he was going to throw DVDs at Devin <laughs> when Devin was on the sta- when Devin was on the stand <laughs> on the during Ben's trial. I was just listening to that on the way so here, and I'm that like, sounds really aggressive, doesn't did, it? Where did Ben come up with all this? All of a sudden, he's in court this with his son. Yeah, because and his, his son, son is suing, is suing him, him for not for being doing a shitty father for being a shitty father. <laughs> And Dad, Ben's flinging DVDs of yeah. pirated shows that he said he fucking what pirated about this? illegally. What about that? And then he has like tons of receipts for all the shit he's ever bought Devin. It's like three suitcases full. <laughs> oh, what about those shoes? That t-shirt. Oh, uh, that was funny. Yeah, but then where's this all coming from? It's just always it's there, that, man. It's that deeply hidden, submerged anger, hatred... It's mm-hmm. called truth, Dan. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make it sound flowery. That ben I mean, 
is indeed I have, a shitty father. Yeah, or just a <laughs> shitty human being. But I, you know what? It's funny. You know, my how kids we, are listening to this. So what? They agree. They, they know. They, I just got a text from Devin. They knew we knew. Devin just texted me. Hey, Dan, my dad is a real douche. So... <laughs> Anyway, I guarantee you both your children. To your son. <laughs> what? I say, oh, you know. Your dad's birthday. a douche. How are you doing? Oh, by the way, your dad is such an ass. Yeah. And he your says, who's this? I guarantee you both your children, by the time they reach five years old, knew you were a bad father. <laughs> so, kids, to cleanse the palate, I have one bottle of Schoffernhofer. Incorporated? It yes. looks like. It's a grapefruit <laughs> beer from <laughs> Germany. <laughs> Good one. Got that? Yeah. It looks like peach color. Doesn't even look like a beer. No, it, it has looks a like orange a soda. hue to it. Yeah, it looks like an orange soda. You can keep that? that shit away from me. I'm going to go for it? this. No, I don't want that shit. Ben, you want some? Yeah. Yeah, anything fruity he's into. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Pass that down. Oh, and that bottle expired 17 years ago. <laughs> Oh, why are these cups sticking to each other? Dude, use the same doing, cup. Man. Don't no, fuck up the environment. Stuff in it. Dude, man, you you stuff hate it. Earth. Look at it. Look at this shit that came out of the the cappuccino <laughs> stuff. There was stuff on the right? bottom. Oh wow, this tastes so good. Holy crap! It's, it's citrusy, very sweet. It tastes like a cider. Yes, for all you ladies out there that like to drink oh, yeah. flowers in your beer, or actually would like something that makes you look cool, like a beer, but you don't have to go through the uh, miserable beer drinking experience if you don't like beer. This is a good alternative. Well, I'd like to give a shout it's out. Expired in May of 2021. It's alcohol. <laughs> Get the fuck out, really? And I'm drinking it. Holy shit. I'm, I'm taking pictures. Ben, ben. Expired doesn't really matter when it comes to beer. Beer lasts yeah. a good couple of years. If it's refrigerated, it should be fine. That's how Ben likes his women. Expired. <laughs> Expired. Expired. <laughs> Ben's aunt. Expired. Benji, I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out. I don't know if you guys are members in this group, the Facebook group, 8 o'clock shot. A yes. lot of people post about what they're drinking, the mm -hmm. beers that they like, the wines that they like. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I came across a post where somebody was talking about the Cooper and Thief red uh, wine that's aged in bourbon barrels. We were talking about this mm -hmm. the other day because Ben brought some to my house for my housewarming party. He brought me a bottle for Christmas and uh, I really enjoyed it. Somebody posted... A comment that said, you have to try it with cream soda. Hmm. And I said, seriously? And she said, wow. yeah, it's delicious. And I said, well, I love cream soda, and Ooh, I love cream. this wine. But I don't who's know. <laughs> Ben's asking, who's the donor? <laughs> I also like Boston cream donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. Mm, from Bel Ben's balls. What do you think? You like that? You like that? What is that? Grapefruit beer? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's good. It's not bad. Yeah. Sorry, Ben, it's expired. Mm. expired. Mm. Expired. But anyway, um, now that we're giving shout-outs, I have to commend you guys because you've improved, like you were saying from the earlier podcast, where Ben was just irrelevant. Yeah, he didn't say much earlier. No, on. not at all. But now we can't shut this guy up. But, yeah, but were, I'm complimenting you, Ben. Let me finish. Then. Let me finish. <laughs> the podcasts were much better back then, right? Yeah. <laughs> we all have different ways of uh, communicating and using vocabulary. Uh, <laughs> Mark, I think, is more like uh, uh, Norman Rockwell, if you 
use words to paint. Oh, He's wow. very mm-hmm. traditional, classic, timeless. He communicates very well, has a great voice. Knows what he's talking about. Very, very articulate. Very easy on the ears. I have a half a stiffy right now. Yeah. Well, Thank you, Dan. Hi there. No I'm, I'm, I'm more flowery. I'm like the uh, Faulkner of the group. I try to be as expressive as possible, painting pictures with words. And we have Ben. And I was thinking, how would I describe Ben as like a painter with words? A Picasso? Maybe. More like a Pollock. Yes. <laughs> Just shit all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed them with semen. But yeah, mixed in with other bodily fluids. <laughs> ben, I see you're painting with semen again. Yes, but it's not mine. Nico! <laughs> Go ahead, Oh, Nico. my God. No, wait. Ben would have... <laughs> anyway. With a little bit of Bob Ross mixed in. <laughs> yeah. Who's the guy? Um, Kincaid. Mm. That's more my style. Very uh, setting the mood. But Ben, he's straight in your face, you know. Ben is the everyman. No, no, no. Mark, you're the everyman. Ben's like the every monkey. (laughs) But anyway, I was just trying to say that uh, Ben has really shined these last few episodes, Mm -hmm. and he's gone out of his way to promote the show, to actually create content. The video he made of himself singing along with the uh, butchering of the (laughs) song. It's awesome. So I have to give props to Ben. He's a very busy guy. The kind you don't bring home to mother. mother. <laughs> but he did this stuff, so that's awesome. So we're all doing our own part, and the overall quality is getting better. But we're learning and trying to do something different than everybody else. It's why we want to get some input from the people that listen. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important that you contribute to our Patreon. That's yeah, another thing. That Which that is up. coming. We're going to set up a Patreon, and we're going to give our Patreon subscribers exclusive content that everybody else doesn't get the podcast will still remain free mm-hmm. and easy to find and easy to listen to but we're going to have extra content that our patreon subscribers in supporting us will get access to like behind the scenes stuff also cooking no. with ben oh that's, that's another good. one cooking with ben yeah. his tips around the kitchen you should see me around that kitchen oh yeah he dresses up in an apron maybe and nothing else and high heels <laughs> i've done that as you may <laughs> have noticed really you did that for reals <laughs> Get out. Get out the kitchen. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, no. Let's not go there, Ben. The kids aren't home. I think that's that's why we're a good combination. We've known each other forever. Mm -hmm. And we're only getting to know each other really now. We're getting to know each other much better now. I'm talking to you guys. I know. Besides, oh, I didn't learn the song. Oh, is that how it goes? Ben, rhythm, feel, not (laughs) counting. That was the one fucking thing about you playing bass. One, two. He's counting as he's playing. Meanwhile, Mark is in the groove. I'm in the groove. Ben, you're the rhythm section. You got to be in the groove with the drummer. Nope. Ben's like, and another one, two, three, catorce, quince, jesse nueva. You know, he's like the robot, but he was off. (laughs) I just, I think we all have very different qualities to bring to the show. And that's probably why we get along. We can you know bring different things to the show i bring intelligence mark brings wit and comedy ben just brings me yes it's drinking with friends and ben (laughs) (laughs) ben brings the element of the show that listeners can feel he's like sorry for (laughs) dude he's like uh 
he's like a stick of dynamite next to a guy who's lighting a cigarette with a flamethrower. That's he's going to go off anytime. You just don't know when it's going to yeah. happen. He's but volatile, but that's as cool. much as much as we bust his balls. Ben oh, is, we love Ben. Ben is the greatest person I've ever known at that side of the table. <laughs> And I mean that. In that chair, yeah. He is the best person ever. Thank I wouldn't you. go that far. Because I'm, well, I'm like a few steps ahead. But. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. <laughs> right now, at this point in my life, it's all good. Everybody's equal in my eyes. Ben a little less, but, you know, he's got some work to do. Mm. Ben, to earn, earn that from me, you really got to step up your game, bitch. Let's go. But Let's I go. think yeah, I think that I'm on it. I Good. want to put it out to the people that are listening that um, any wacky drink suggestions because like I was talking about the Cooper and Thief and cream soda, mm -hmm. which is something I never would have done. Dude, you're Hispanic. Don't you know about refajo? No, oh, refajo. Refajo. The way you used to oh. take any beer, beer and, mix and mix it, it with, with soda with Coca Cola. No, I've never heard that oh, before. Dude, that's like Colombia. an old, old, yeah, the La Colombian, nuestra. which is uh, La nuestra. Ah, the Colombian the col soda. Colombian soda. It's and like it, an orange shit. Yeah. So maybe the woman, <laughs> maybe the woman that suggested this could be commented Hispanic. could be Hispanic. Mm -hmm. And it's I don't Rafajo. have to ask her. Rafajo. Remember that, folks. Yeah. So again, anybody that has these wacky kind of drink ideas, like I, I stumbled upon, and this is not so wacky, but maybe the choice of mixer is a little wacky. Uh -huh. Everybody will drink, you know, whiskey and Coke, right? Jack mm -hmm. and Coke was a very popular drink. I was at a party one time and I was drinking Jack Daniels and Coke and they ran out of Coke and all they had was Dr. Pepper. Hmm. And I mixed some Jack with Dr. Pepper. And I said, wow, this is really good. Like it was really a really good flavor, a different flavor. Then I discovered bullet bourbon in Sweden. Mm -hmm. And I started to mix bullet bourbon with Dr. Pepper. And it's my all time favorite mixed drink, bullet bourbon, Dr. Pepper. That's the flavors go together so well. And you don't, really taste the alcohol but it adds it kicks up the flavor of the dr pepper to a new level and it's really really drinkable and i love it so that's not so off the wall but it's a different kind of mixer than what most people use dr pepper instead of coke well another thing a mix that i didn't drink until a young lady showed me this specific one was ginger ale and captain morgan Mm. That was actually pretty good. I was yeah. like, really oh, dude, really? Drank it. And it was like, holy shit, that's pretty good. I rediscovered ginger ale when I was a kid. I used to get mm -hmm. ginger ale when I was sick. Yeah, yeah. ginger so ale and crackers. To go so always associated with being sick and didn't really like it after a while. Then recently, maybe five years ago, I rediscovered ginger ale. And mm -hmm. I'm like, ginger ale is delicious. Yeah, it's delicious. It's just, awesome. Just like pistachio ice cream. Oh, yeah, mm. dude. Because Ew, it was pistachio green. ice cream. Right. When you're a kid. What when the you're hell? A kid. I, ain't drink, I ain't eating that. That's incredible. Ew, that's gross. Pistachio ice cream is mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah, it is. Excellent. But again, and when you first start drinking, you drink to get drunk. You don't drink for the quality. No. You drink for whatever you can afford, scrape mm -hmm. together whatever money, and you right. drink to have a good time. You know, get the girls all lit, you're lit, everybody's having a great time. But you as you get catch older, that buzz. Yeah, but you get older, 
you get some sophistication. Now, we were spoiled very early on because a friend of ours, Joe, used to work at a beer distributor in Massapequa. And we would have international beer nights mm-hmm. where we would go to the his place and we would get a bunch of different beers from all over. Then we drink them and we'd see what we liked. In those days, we were drinking Foster's, Kieran, Sapporo, a lot of the ones that we mentioned before, Heineken, German beers like Dinkelacker or whatever the fuck that was, oh, yeah. Dab. Uh, Grolsch, Dinkelacker. That's it. Mm. Grolsch. I love Grolsch. <laughs> Grolsch. Jesus, I can't talk anymore. <laughs> good Lord. Yeah, those are, you know, and then some bottles were those big and some beers. cans were good. Yeah. Big cans mm, of big beer. Cans. Anyway, so we got spoiled early because we drank good beer. And then when our friends in college were buying Meisterbrow and fucking Brand- Zoom- Zumas, remember those? The clear things? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That was popular back mm-hmm. then. It was Ugh. Zima. Zima, Zuma. But I'm sorry. I, I never drank those, so they, they were repulsive to me. I drank a sip of one once, and I was like, ugh. Bartles and James? Bartles and James. The great heist. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> so that's what we drank, but. But that's even that's King. really true because we even had that beer distributor around the corner from your house yeah. that we used to go to all the time. It used to be called Ren Beverage. Oh, that's in Waste Islip. Yeah, and we used to go in there and get you know all the all the the we got a lot, we of, got a lot of good beers mm-hmm. there. And then my brother worked for Lufthansa, so he brought some beers from Germany, which were different from the German beers that were sold here. Yeah, and that was before. All the craft beers and the microbrews yeah, right. and, and the explosion of different types and flavors of beer. Remember one he brought? It was an elephant beer, and it was like dark syrup. You drank one bottle of those, and you were pretty hammered. It was, I mean, going back, we had no idea what the fuck we were drinking, but it was good, and it was, Paul got it, so it was free. Right. So, yeah, we got spoiled early on. So now, now that we're older and we have kids, I kind of took it upon myself with a discussion with my wife. You know, we're going to teach them how to appreciate drinking. They're going to drink. They're going to do this stuff. But why don't we teach them the right way? You go out. Makes sense. You go out. You have a drink, but you enjoy what you're drinking. And you don't go out getting... The whole idea of going out and having a good time isn't just getting drunk. It's enjoying what you're drinking. Right. So that's where we are now in our lives. Well, we had an early start. Just us three, compared to a lot of our contemporaries, Mm -hmm. our peers... They didn't do that. They just drank the paps that was laying around. Or my dad drinks, you know, Genesee, and I'll drink that. Meanwhile, I mean, you know, the point is you drank what you drank because it was what you could afford. Right. And you drank to get drunk. I mean, we used to drink shitty vodka, $5 bottle of vodka, pour out half a gallon of orange juice, mix (laughs) them together. For days afterwards. Dude, I was laying out in the snow in my front yard, passed out. From the Fleischmann's? Yeah, Fleischmann's Vodka. Remember those? We're trying to expand our horizons here, learn a little bit more about what we're doing with the beer, not drinking expired beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Any ideas out there of a good wine? And we're, on, in this particular segment, I think for the next couple of weeks, we'll be on Long Island. So if you have any local breweries, any local uh, vineyards that you're a fan of, you can share that. You know, yeah, and just a message for you, Dan. What? <clears throat> beer is not like wine; it does not get better with age. Yeah, thanks. So the three, four, five-year-old beers you have in the fridge, <laughs> it's time to maybe, get rid of them. Maybe it's time to get rid I of them. I think those. we should have a show on what's in my fridge. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, my God. I think that's a great point, though. When you're young, actually, my first buzz came from Miller High Life. And, um, but my first taste of beer was actually a Schmitz. They it, love oh, a Schmitz. That's what my mom used to drink. The mm-hmm. weird, the weird shaped bottle. It was a stubby mm-hmm. kind of bottle. It was a stubby, a stubby a brown little, bottle. T- a little tiny neck. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the, it was a round, like rounded off into flat bottom. It was weird. It, it was, was a very stubby, weird. weird. It must've been like a German Schmitz. It must've yeah, been like a German well, beer, yeah. right? Or something. But it was like a watery Budweiser. It was very, very cheap. Mm-hmm. And that was my first experience with beer. And it was funny because at that young age, I took my first sip. It was disgusting. But at the, at the same time, there was something about it. Mm. There was something exactly. about that bite there was of, the, of the carbonation of the alcohol. There was something about that bite that I was like, oh, this is gross, but hmm. I kind of like it. It, it. it sparked that curiosity. Like, what is this? And I'm feeling pretty cool, but all right, I'll put up with the aftertaste, but I'm I'm starting to feel pretty good. I'm starting to feel buzzed. Hey, yeah. this is pretty funny. Hey, you know what? Let's take our bikes and jump over like maybe, uh, uh, I don't know. Let's light Ben on fire and jump over him on our bike. <laughs> See how that goes. And Ben would be drunk and say, okay, guys, I'm into it. But really? that's but that's the thing, right? You get yeah. that buzz. When I first drank that Miller High Life in the woods, in the sump, I came home and I had the most amazing buzz. I was just so relaxed. Mm-hmm. I felt awesome. But then it became about where can I get my next buzz from? Where can I, what, what's accessible? Like what kind of alcohol can I just come across or find or have somebody buy for me. And then I found that suitcase filled <laughs> with a case of Paps Blue Ribbon in the same sump um, that had just been sitting out. So it was like one of those things. Oh, I'll drink this. It's Paps Blue Ribbon. I've never heard of it before. I don't even know what it is, but I know it's beer mm-hmm. and I'm going to drink it. To now, like you said, teaching your children, yeah, you don't have to drink garbage. You know, no. you don't have to drink shit that tastes like garbage. You don't have to scrunch your face up when you take a sip of this stuff. You're supposed to be able to enjoy the journey to the buzz, to the drunk, whatever you're going for. And maintain the buzz, but not get shit-faced. Not get shit-faced, not get sick Puke the next all over day. Yourself. Oh, God. You know, learn how to do it right and actually enjoy it. Alcohol is not just for getting drunk. It's to enjoy well, we know that, but back then we were just, hey, let's, how close can I come to death? <laughs> Let me yeah, try to well. drink a bottle of J&D. Yeah, that worked out real well for me. I drank the Jack Daniels, and what happened? I redecorated a driveway, a nice coat of red. I don't even know where I was when I had my first real experience with vodka. My house, at probably. A party. No, I don't think it was no? your house. I was at a party, and I was drinking vodka. I was drinking screwdrivers. Uh. And every time I made a new drink... It was more vodka and less orange juice. Mm. And I think the last Red Solo cup I had was all vodka with a splash of orange juice. And I got so friggin' sick. How about when we were doing, we were playing cards at your house before a Rush concert? Me, you, Joe, and I think Ben was there. And we're drinking shots of cold absolute. Mm, but we're that. drinking straight vodka shots. We yeah, I'm, I'm not handing any of that down to my kids, <laughs> except the <laughs> bill and some CDs and DVDs. <laughs> this is what I did with you. Well, nine, you nine, handed nine. your son a love of music and live music. Mm-hmm. But that's not we're, ta- we're not talking about that. We're talking about how Ben went to taste whiskey with Devin. With Devin. Yeah, yeah. So the only thing, <laughs> where was this? <laughs> we, we would. Uh, what do we have? It was when he turned 
21. We went and had a drink, and we both like had half a beer, and we're like, this is disgusting. What kind of beer was it? I think it was just a Bud. I'm not even sure. It was well, just like, oh, let's just go have a drink. It was horrible. But it was six years old. Yes. And then it was my six-year-old wine cellar. We had beer. an IPA, and we opened- An IPA IPA. At the same time, I said, let's pour it in the glass. Let's drink. We both took a sip. It was like, oh, both threw it up in this thing. The only drink that we really enjoyed was from his band, Hail the Sun. It was- uh, He's what, in that band? No. Um, you guys are talking about it. It's a- uh, Oh, uh, it's a, it's a beer that's almost like no, a wine. Ben is making um, a motion with his hand, like he's got uh, his ball sack in it, and he's rubbing yeah. it. Um, Keep doing that, Ben, so he's people twiddling can see. He's, he's, um, he's juggling balls in his hand, oh. in his deformed hand. We were Remember? talking about it the other day. Um, Your deformed handball, ball hand. It was. Um, <laughs> he's sort of stroking. <laughs> Oh, what was it? It's a stutter. It's like a wine beer. Uh, what do you? Uh, yes, yeah, so a wine beer. <laughs> it's wine beer. It's oh man, I'm gonna have to text wine them. Wine beer. It is. It's um, we just talked about it. Ah, uh, ah, uh, fudge. Deep what, thought. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is gold. <laughs> um, let me let me let have the message. Okay, my so son. Let's, no, let's, anybody listening, please go on your Google machines and look up wine beer. <laughs> Google machine? That sounds very enticing. Let's go to the Google. And just Google it. Google it. Well, ben used to guzzle. Meanwhile, it. okay, so Ben is using his handheld computer to figure this out. I just poured myself a plastic cup of barrel heist bourbon barrel aged Cabernet Sauvignon. From California, yay. So a little history from about Lodi. that. Vicky and I were drinking it. And Vintage name 2020. <laughs> My wife and I Dick. were drinking it. <laughs> and it was Dick. very, very smoky. And we were like, uh, I don't know. And we're like, you know, she goes. I think Mark would really All like this way. because <laughs> that's the way she goes. Is she and a Catholic girl? What did yes, she say she about is. me? And she said, I think Mark would really like this. Because you know he enjoys a cigar, and then uh, Mark, that was when really Ben like had this. his balls and so mouse trap. Very smoky. <laughs> um, oh, oh, almost had it. Almost had the name of the beer. It's um, okay, 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 okay. I want to say Impala, but no, it's not Impala. It's a car, right? Yeah, it's an animal. It's a car. Yeah, the Impalas of Africa. Mead, mead. 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 What the it hell? Was, wine it was, it was, beer. It's mead. It's That's mead. not it. That's honey wine. Jesus. Yeah, I think that was it. Or honey beer. Is it honey wine or honey beer mead? I thought mead it was a beer. Is, it, I think it was a meat, and it was absolutely delicious. We both drank with meat. Like, is wow, good. Wow, this is really it good. Because at the local brewery by me, um, we had some pretty good mead, and it was a uh, raspberry of all things. Mm -hmm. And then they had a peanut butter. Mead, delicious. So, back to what you were saying with my son with the uh, whiskey drinking and all that. How he thinks you're a terrible dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing the whiskey. Oh, that was horrible. But he bought himself a nice bottle. Everybody was telling him to get it, and um, he drinks it every now and then. But Can he I ask a question? Who's everybody? Is it like his Coheed family? Oh yeah, okay. they're kids. They have no idea. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the this is a really good this is a really good example of what you were saying before. What okay? was that? You were talking about teaching your kids mm -hmm. how to 
drink. Yeah. And and not I mean not just drink responsibly because of course that's important. But how to drink. And so Ben was just talking about tasting whiskey with his son. Mm-hmm. That's very important. You can buy cheap whiskey. You can drink shit whiskey and it's gross and you don't like it, but you just want to get drunk. Or mm-hmm. you can sip a really well-made aged whiskey or bourbon mm-hmm. or scotch but that's the and enjoy point of the it. experience yeah. exactly yeah so you could sit there with a nice glass depends on if you want to put with it a nice one i hiccup the nice glass <laughs> anyway a nice you know a glass and you could put some ice on it if you in it if you want <laughs> on it holy shit i'm gonna quit now i'm not Please. even ahead you can put some ice on it to keep the swelling down yes because you were hit with the whiskey bottle because your father caught you drinking it and you're not of age so then afterwards he feels bad and gives you a little taste hey you son of a bitch after i fractured your skull with that bottle have a shot hmm. yeah it was mead it was mead oh mead what is it called Arcane Justice. Mm-hmm. I had a, pe- I think I had a peanut butter and jelly mead, mm-hmm. and they really they upped the alcohol on this particular one, and I didn't like it. It's a, it's like everything else. If I drink a high ABV beer or even a mead now, I'm realizing I don't like it. There's something about the way it tastes; it changes the flavor. But there was a raspberry mead. There was a probably like a strawberry mead. So a lot of fruity flavors. And they were really good. And there's a meadery just a couple of towns over from me. And this was where I first experienced mead. Mm-hmm. And it was That's cool because they made it right there. Where was this? Lindenhurst. Yeah. All right. My son talks about that place. Hello? Hello. <laughs> yeah. And they make it right in the back. No. Uh, ben was sharing a very important piece of information with Mark. And he's very distracted. Mm. Speaking of distractions, mm. we've been talking about stuff that wasn't the original point of what we we're going to talk about mm-hmm. ben prepped this so well he got so much information he was like i'm pushing this topic we have to talk about it not hemorrhoids folks it's not no oh we're talking about the algorithm algorithms yes algorithms yeah but whoever did the information gathering went a little too deep into the subject i'll tell you why i brought this up okay tell us and i wanted to talk about this because i was talking to a friend of mine not a friend of a friend but your friend my friend my Mm -hmm. direct friend Mm -hmm. who um is very into music like i am Mm -hmm. we um do work for the same online music magazine Actually, she's the editor. She runs it, and I'm a contributor. And um, she You're was telling me, bitch. yeah, I do. I do her bidding. And she was telling me how, oh yeah, I'm working on new Spotify playlists, and I'm really excited because I'm actually putting songs in that I really love, and bands that I used to listen to that I forgot that I liked, and kind of going back in time with my music. And I and I started to think about it. And we talked about it, um, that a lot of these music services now will kind of steer you in the direction of what they want you to listen to. You might put in an artist or a song to start with, but you get a lot of other music that is generated by the algorithm that, um, I don't know if it's designed to expose you to certain artists that they support or a way that they would make more money, but... 
all of a sudden now you're kind of being programmed to listen to the music that Apple Music wants you to listen to, that Spotify wants you to listen to, any one of these big music services that provides access to millions upon millions of songs that you don't really pay for. I mean, maybe you pay a monthly subscription fee, but you're not paying by the song. And the artists are making basically nothing on a stream. For anybody to make money on a stream, they would have to have like a billion streams for the artist to make any kind of significant amount of money on this stuff. So Ben did a lot of research about algorithms and how they're used in these big music services now that have only been popping up for what, the last 10 years? Yeah. But actually he didn't do any research. No, it wasn't Ben at all. He didn't do shit. He does nothing. <laughs> I fucking did it. Damn it. And what do I get out of it? Nothing. Oh, Ridicule, right. pain, sorrow, suffering. What do you have to say about this, Ben? Well, I spoke with one of my I... friends today that used to work for Spotify. So I oh, just wanted wow. to get some information about, you know, regarding what their algorithm is and all this. But we have to go a little bit deeper. Uh, nerd alert! Nerd alert! Well, go ahead! Ben, after you're, done with your, to, after you're done with I'm that. I'm talking. Oh, I'm like, this, just this far oh, away from boy. blowing from a gasket. From blowing right. Mark? <laughs> I'd like to introduce myself. My name's Gasket. <laughs> and here's Gasket and Ben blowing him. Data mining. That's another thing where we deal with, with some of these algorithms. So, Dan's having troubles. <laughs> I had some background music going and then Mark cut it off. Make sure Yeah, no more playing. background music. Come on, dude. I'll start fucking... It's, it's on. It's, it's fine. On. It's your end. It's, no, it's, it's over there. there. It's at the control make center. Make sure when you have the, the drop down, make sure there it is. Oh, what, what was it, Dan? Nothing. Hmm? <laughs> Dick. Anyway, so Ben, let's learn about algorithms. Well, and also, once you're done giving the uh, basic information, the hacking of the algorithms, because now that's a cottage industry, you go on YouTube and yeah. they teach you how to hack... The Instagram algorithm, the Spotify algorithm, there's companies that actually do that for you. We'll do it for you, too. Yeah. Click so on the links. you build your, your social media presence right. within and the rules they- of, let's say, Instagram has their set of rules that if you have um, ghost, I guess, um, accounts accounts that are on there that don't contribute, don't look, but they're on there. You have a million viewers. but They'll pull them off. They'll pull them off. Yeah. And then you suffer the consequences of that so instead of you being boosted up to the next rung you're done that's why that wasn't a good way to go no we're getting all those ghost fake followers yeah well get back to the original point i'm sorry i went off too soon but go ahead ben yeah because that's that's a really good point no go ahead ben so anyway yeah so I don't, I don't even know what I was going to say. No, go ahead, So I don't please, know where ben. you want me to go from. Well, We're just an overview. What do you want? Well, all right. Talk about Spotify. Okay, you got so, the insider information. Yeah, so, so I got the inside dirt here. So one of the things is what I just talked about was data mining. So what happens there is they store all this information about all the songs that not just you listen to, but other people listen to. So what well, happens. How do they get the information, Ben? By listening on the app. No ass. Yeah. The algorithm, you moron. I'm, 
Okay, listen. Let, uh, so I'll, I'll make it so, simple for oh you, Dan. Oh my God, I'll make ben. it simple for you, Dan. Ben, I'll, I'll make, it, I'll make it as simple for you, Dan. I'm not a simple okay? Ben. Yes, you One are. You have no idea what the hell is going on. <laughs> yes, I do. You dumb fuck. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. There's so much crap underneath it all, and you're no just shit. on the surface. That's what I'm trying to do. Give Holy a surface crap. view. Look, I got goosebumps because I'm so angry. Because you're such a putz. Holy shit, Ben. Go rub some fucking poison ivy on your ass. Holy Christ. You heard it here first. <laughs> Ben's like, oh, somebody no. loses. So, no, they have algorithms that no. monitor what you're doing, you donkey. Holy crap. But an but algorithm gets triggered they, by you starting they, to no listen. They That's obvious, you moron. Okay. Holy shit. Why don't you let Because you can't speak well. You can't communicate. You can't express the thought in a coherent fucking way. The fuck's wrong with on, you? I'm glad they're on opposite <laughs> sides of the table. That's why. I go on Spotify. Mark is like Switzerland. And I start listening to Butch Walker, okay? So ben, how about something relevant? Shh. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, okay. I'm listening to a favorite artist. <laughs> Mark goes on Spotify. 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 Spotify? <laughs> I saw a fly over there. It's yeah. Spotify. I'll pull down my fly. Spotify. So he's Spotify. on flying spots. And <laughs> he dog. listens to the same group I'm listening to. Huh? But then from there, he decides to listen to Brand X, another mm -hmm. band. And I decide to listen to another band, Brand A. You go on and you listen to the same band that Mark and I enjoy. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it says, well, give me something else. It's just, well, Ben likes band A, Mark likes band X. I'm gonna go into finding out, so we have this mind, figure this, this, this just a gigantic source of, uh, or, or a source? source, a source, <laughs> a, source. A, source. A, a, a data source, a source of information that says, this person liked this band, and from this one band, they went to these bands. And then the algorithm will say, 20% oh, of the people who went to this band didn't listen to it all the way. They skipped to the next one. But 75% listened to the entire song on this one. We're going to show Dan that one. That's how the algorithm works. Yes. For mm. the most Correct. part. Correct. Yeah. So that's how it is. You first got to start off by actually listening. They usually ask you right up front. Mm -hmm. I haven't been on Spotify in a really long time. Uh, meaning- What are your likes? Creating an account. Yeah. What are your likes? Mm -hmm. what do you do like you rock for? music? Do you like, do you like, this? like, do you like music? That? So they want to yeah. get a little flavor as to what you- But then they start for. off with the big menu and then it goes into mm -hmm. the little details and it breaks it down and breaks it down. But and then it starts So that's up. why when you pick an artist, mm -hmm. even if you pick- a playlist and you say only play Mastodon for example right. you'll get two songs of Mastodon and then all of a sudden they'll switch you off to another band that maybe is similar and maybe because the majority of people that listen to that last song moved over to this other band and now that's what they're showing you so they're giving you suggestions of what you might like right so you based have, on the data they collect through as you listen to your other bands, people's use you have this mm -hmm. matrix multi-dimensional yeah and it's just pulling out says you might like this one this one seems to be popular right now let's play this one for you and then there's always the behind the door hey oh, yeah. here's some money but potentially they, i don't know if that really happens let's bump this one up on the list yeah of course that it really happens, happens. i believe a hundred percent but also you have to understand the technology that's involved the algorithm and machine learning now the algorithm's doing stuff on its own it's if the simple equation, if if in this flow chart from A, then there's the fork. And if, if 
the answer to question A is B or C, then you follow that path. Mm-hmm. Well, now, because of machine learning, because it's having the sample and the repetition over and over and over, now it's starting to expand. So now you're getting stuff that you would never listen to in a million years, but the algorithm has progressed so f- much further and taken right. so much more information. Right. It's kind of like doing it on its own. We really have to stop saying the algorithm because there isn't one no, no. algorithm. In particular, there are the one that's so used. many different algorithms. Yes. I mean, there are teams designed or work on specific parts of the algorithm. So let's just say for argument's sake, um, you are listening to... I don't know. What well, the Drinking with Friends podcast with Dan, Ben, and Mark. That's a good, a, a good example. And then you have something. Demographics. Then there's demographics. Then there's one team that writes an algorithm for demographics. It's just so, like, right. oh, so your average listeners are, are these people. And how do they get that information? When you sign up for an account, they mm-hmm. often ask you for your age and all that or information, or your or sex, or something like that. And then Bad you have one sex. team doing that. No, you haven't. Yes, myself. But you're right. That's exactly. There are so many different algorithms. And for you out there who are just like, what the hell is an algorithm? An algorithm in in its simplest terms, I love saying this. This is what I teach in the beginning. This is what I teach. I said an algorithm has three parts to it: a freaking beginning, an end, and in the middle between the beginning and the end, it does something. That's an algorithm. To give you an example, please. A recipe. Mm -hmm. A recipe has a beginning. An end, you do stuff in the middle, and you come up with an end product. Well, the outcome, that's what you're trying to get to. Basically, and it. the steps and then to get as to the, the steps outcome. you do it, mm-hmm. everybody can do the steps a little bit different. As you go through, you start to modify the algorithm as the algorithm itself, but the algorithm never modifies itself unless you get into some artificial intelligence. Yeah, that's it is the just other a standard part. algorithm that gets tweaked over time. Mm-hmm. But the algorithms do change. Yes. Yes. And you have to somehow be aware. I don't know how these companies or these people that do this type of work, how they're aware of how the algorithm changes, how they get that information. Well, how it changes is all of a sudden your feed looks different. If you're really attuned to what's happening. But a lot right, of it's so done not, very I, I subtly care. where you don't my question notice is, it. Yes. My question is when you're doing, let's say I know somebody who does social media marketing. That's her business, right? Mm-hmm. And she's very good at it. And she offers courses and things like that. And a lot of times she'll talk about the algorithms and how, let's say, for example, Instagram, you are only allowed to use a certain amount of hashtags per post, whereas Twitter is different, different number. Facebook, different number. You get more success by using less hashtags, let's say, for Instagram, more hashtags for, let's say, Twitter, Twitter. Mm-hmm. YouTube, something like that. So how do they know, how do these companies, how do these experts know what each algorithm for each platform is? There are companies that actually go and discover the algorithms that are involved. You and might, but a lot of times it's, it's, okay. it's just by seeing what your results are. You know, all of a sudden, there are many times that I, I'll go to Devin and I'm like, my son Devin, I'll be like, what the hell just Name happened dropping. on Instagram? Name dropper. You know, it, it looks like, yeah, they changed the algorithm or something. So maybe he's more in tune with, you know, reading up online yeah, well, about stuff like that. The but, community will tell you when it's changed. I did right. a little digging into this. And again, the new algorithm comes out and they're hacking it. 
and they're telling you how to do it on YouTube. And mm-hmm. YouTube itself is set up a little differently where it's content based and the amount of time that you're watching because that's how they sell their ads. Right. If you're watching a video and you're watching it the whole way through, that takes more priority over something that's, you know, all right, I watched like 10 seconds of it and I got rid of it. Right. And the content could be old. As long as it's relevant and played again and it's viewed through its entirety, it gets more promotion than something that may be brand new, but nobody sits through the whole thing. I know we all talk about the same scenario and what I'm about to say is probably nothing new. You know, I just finished buying a pair of shoes and the next thing you know, I go on Facebook and there's the advertisement for those shoes I just bought. Crazy. Eagle feet. I was working in a retail company and one of the things we were looking for. thing you looked for. And the worst thing is sometimes I'll go on my AOL mail online. You still use AOL? Of course. And on the side, on the sidebars, it'll show me the things I just finished buying. I'm like, what the hell? Right. Yeah. Why are you re-advertising this Mm -hmm. to me? I just purchased this. And you know I just purchased it. So, yeah. So, the company I was working for was going to use, you know, IBM's Ben still uses net zero. (laughs) Ben, why don't you use Ask Jeeves to find out some shit? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, fire up your old Commodore. (laughs) The web crawler. His wang. Um... (laughs) And one of the things we were really looking into is here is a customer that lives in New York and just finished buying, let's just say, a, 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 a really heavy-duty winter jacket. And now it's still winter and they go down to Florida and they visit that same store. And we're having a sale on winter jackets. Do we really want to sell that person a winter jacket now that they're down in Florida? No. No. But we want to sell them something by that company that maybe they could use while they're in Florida. So that was a really cool feature that we were starting to or trying to incorporate as to not only really getting to know, quote unquote, the customer, but taking many other factors into consideration, location, um, time of year, and suggesting different things that they may want. So that goes a little bit beyond the algorithm. Some people might call the, you know, artificial intelligence stuff happening, but that was some really cool things. So imagine that you go someplace and it's just like, oh, you're in really warm weather. Maybe you'd like to buy flops made by this company that you just bought, you know, $5,000 worth of clothing from. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Or scary. Or the end of our civilization. Well, that's where we're going with this because now everything's examined all your information is uh cultivated for somebody's purpose and what do you do you because it's a subtle thing and they control your life for example you'll probably google mm, you know an, an app to get you a restaurant donkey sucks or mm-hmm. whatever mark's into but yes. whatever that is so it knows that mark likes donkey sex for example so it'll give him mark types in what's there to do this weekend so now since he's had a history of Meow. whatever it's going to direct them that Whatever way. Donkey. It's going to direct them in that direction. And just just to make it clear, donkey on donkey sex. Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay. So anyway, the algorithms are geared up to see your patterns and to suggest things within the parameters of what you've been doing. So basically, they're using your own history mm-hmm. to promote a direction that they, they want you to go into for whatever reason. So... One of the good things you should do is vary your, your behaviors. Do different stuff. Don't 
mm-hmm. get stuck in a rut doing the same thing that's predictable because you're going to get put into that. And you know what? It may be beyond your control where you don't know that this is so subtle. But I think it's beyond your control. I think it's a yeah, matter it's, of free will. Mm-hmm. Where does our free will end? When we make decisions, how much are they our decisions at this point? Yeah, but that's, when a, you're that's making the beauty a of it. If I'm giving you the choices that I'm providing you, you're really not getting that's a choice. That's what I'm saying. Like, what, what, when does it become Mark, your I'm choice? I'm going to give you a choice. Do and you when want have you been influenced? When have you been influenced by all the stuff that you see around you? You just said a good on word. On the computer. Influencers. In the, in the car. You know how often my dad will sit and watch TV and he'll shut the volume off in the commercials. It creates an incredibly uncomfortable silence, but he's sick of getting marketed to or mm-hmm. advertised to. You know, but every time on the radio commercial come on 10 commercials in a row yeah. and it's all of this stuff and and it's just you forget that you're even hearing it at a certain point but it's how white noise much is after a all while. of that stuff influencing the decisions you make on a daily basis go ben go oh, oh, ben, comment. To you. ben comment i'm going comment, to comment ben comment there i go first the donkey on donkey stuff that's sick okay no <laughs> seriously let's just say you are shopping and you're online doing your shopping and you like bourbon and I'm buying this bourbon. I see this bourbon and I see that bourbon. Wouldn't it make sense to suggest you a bourbon or would you rather have, here's a vodka. Time for you to change what you want. And now the algorithm's telling me to change my life. It is really What a sarcastic built. fuck he is. What if I don't want it at all? Yeah, what if I don't for it and why yeah. are you buying it? He's buying a gift for you because you like because bourbon. I he drink doesn't it. like it, dick. Douche. Yeah. Right. Because I want to drink it. Okay. <laughs> so why is it bad that it suggests yeah, but ben, what you're doing? It suggests something, but it's based on what you're doing, but it directs you somewhere. But it's not It's not it's, suggesting based on what's best for me. It's best for It's best algorithm, for this company, that company, whoever paid them the yeah. most to shove their bourbon in my face. That's who it's benefiting. It's not benefiting me. How do you know? How do you know you're not going to like that? Because proper, because proper twelve whiskey sucks. Mm-hmm. Because proper because proper twelve whiskey sucks. Mm-hmm. But there's trucks driving all over the place. There's all kinds of advertising. When I watch UFC, it's all over the place, right? Because Connor wants to sell his fucking whiskey, even though it stinks. And he punched that old man in the bar because the old man said, "I don't want your garbage whiskey." And the fucking Connor punched him. But anyway, <laughs> um, but. How do you know what I like? Just based on what I search for? Yeah. But how else? That doesn't mean I like the product. That just means that's something that I searched for and found out about it. Maybe Imagine, I didn't like it. Maybe I didn't like what, what I read about it. What if you're shopping for a gift for someone and that they like vodka? Too. But that's what I'm saying. You're directed somewhere. And I understand your point, and it's a valid point. But if you really want the freedom of choice, then you shouldn't be affected by this stuff. But that's not how it works. Okay, then use DuckDuckGo, and you can search the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I get it. But the, the conversation... Ben is very, ben is very pro... high-tech and big brother. And he's very pro Skynet. Yeah, Ben works for <laughs> Skynet. He's going to be one of those humans... Ben is the fornicator, the ben FU 2000. <laughs> ben is going to be one of those humans that gives away the position of the resistance and gets all his, his fellow yeah, human beings but, killed but for the I machine was searching overlords. searching for shoes online and the website asked for my location. 
And by the way, in parentheses, where are the rebels located? <laughs> Would you rather them tell you what kind of shoes you want to buy if you're looking for shoes? Or do you want them to tell you, here's a hat? Pants <laughs> <laughs> for the hat. Yeah. I could always put it on my feet. I knew I couldn't happen. Intellectual Dude, conversation. We did. You can. You but can. You're on but the wrong under side. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're looking for. I'm a, not on any side. I'm just telling you how it works. And you're on the side of that. big business. We understand that. Ben. It's not about big news. You're on the side of corporations ben, taking over our lives. Dude. It's about following your pattern. Yes, but you also the flip side is it controls that whether too. Whether you like it or not, all this information is stored, and it's stored for. The sole purpose of analyzing it to didn't look you for ever existing think, patterns. Didn't you ever think that maybe mm -hmm. I wouldn't have this pattern if I had not been steered in this direction? No. By all the advertising nope. that's 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 not at all. targeted at me every single not day of all. my life. Not okay. At all. Let, wait, wait, let's wait. just say you were to still go to a regular store. Kind of regular store. Like a regular. Let's say we'll, we'll we'll stick with the bourbon. You uh. go to your normal liquor store. And if you really go there a lot because you're buying a lot, like you're buying a lot online, if you were to go to the same store, see the same person, and he's, that person sees you buying brand X and brand Y, and all of a sudden he gets a new brand and he says, hey, dude, you buy these two, you really should try this one. This one's pretty nice. And why is he saying that to me? Because he knows you enjoyed those two bottles and people have been recommending this one. He has tried it himself possibly and said, you know what, when I drink this, I think it's 10 times better than the one you're drinking. Yeah, but Ben, his point is that it's a hot not. Chick, a hot <sighs> chick walks in with with a sample of the new bourbon that they're something. trying to sell. What can I throw it? That Wait, they're trying easy, to sell. Ben. And they easy, put it on ben. the counter easy. and they say, hey, listen, you sell this vodka or you sell this whiskey and we will give you such and such money if you move a certain amount of units this month. So then I walk in the store right after and the guy says, hey, you go to Troy, this is really good. It's not because it's better or because he thinks I'll like it. It's because he's going to make more money, more profit if he sells this particular bourbon to me. Yep. You have been hurt in life. Oh, stop. It's reality. Is, How about no, this? this I'm is, just let saying. Me, all right, you guys went off. That's fine. We need if a sheep sound effect yeah for ben listen wait, 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 wait. ben it's more nefarious why? than what you're trying to present let me explain why does it have to be that way why because is it, because it, it is, is. It's not, it's, ben right. stop don't right. get upset i'm gonna He's bring upset. an example that's based in reality because his robot overlords are gonna be oh, upset that he boy. did not push his point across stop let's take a deep breath okay they use it in music too. How many bands it. are signed that never played out? That you never heard of, but they got record contracts and they're all over the place. How the fuck did that happen? Why do you like Tyler the Creator? Yeah, who the because fuck is he? Because it was spoon-fed to you exactly. by the corporations. No. The machines put it in your head. <laughs> That's right. And Sky now Net you like it. Skynet alert. Skynet alert. There are formulas to popular music. Yes. Which is another thing that we could get into, but there are formulas Writers to popular have music. The way they write. That they decide this element, this element, and we combine these things together. Not this that, song but how will be long, a hit. We don't want a long intro. We don't want a long time to get to the hook. So writers have adjusted the way they write songs. The hook is it quicker. They know how to make earworms. In other words, songs that get into your head, whether you like them or not, and all of a sudden you're singing them. All of a sudden you like them. You know, they hit you with this from every angle. That's Movies, what we're talking TV about. TV shows, 
video games, commercials, you hear these songs, all of a sudden you're humming this song. You're like, oh, I like this song. You don't like the song. They've burrowed it into your fucking head. You don't like the song. But in popular music, which is why a lot of the music has really no soul these days, is because it's all formulaic. It's meant to, to sell units. It's meant to sell concert tickets. It's the meant Beatles, to sell merchandise. For example, if the Beatles came out today, do you think that they would be successful as they were if they came out now? No. You know why? Because they don't fit the mold. They don't fit the formula. They are not... Agree. Well, that's fine that you agree or don't agree. I'm just stating fact because it's formulated. And that's what music is. It's an industry. It's a business. You have to make the most money off of this act. How are you going to do it? Well, what's sold? Every one just... of our favorite bands have nothing to do with what you're saying. You know why? Because they were before all this technology existed. And they did things differently. How long did it take these bands and to get established? Because they played live mm -hmm. and they had good quality stuff. It wasn't spoon-fed. They went and played in front of people, word of mouth, and then that's how that grew. Now, do you see bands touring for years before they get a record contract? Absolutely not. They have a look. They have a formula. I don't know what bands you're looking at, but all the bands I see have been playing for years. That's you, Ben. But look at um, the pop scene. I have one what question for you, Ben. Mm -hmm. Blue pill or red <laughs> pill? <laughs> Which one do you want to take? <laughs> <laughs> I have one, a feeling you want to take gets, the blue pill. Which one gets me out of this podcast? <laughs> the door's there. Nobody's stopping you, bitch. The, oh, God, the God. red button gets you out of the fucking podcast, bitch. <laughs> the red button. The mute. Wow, I've never seen Ben so passionate about something he's really just missed the boat on. It's terrible. Oh, Ben is computer generated. Yes. <laughs> he's a Ben droid. And this is why I don't talk much. Because no, my, I mean, my, my it's, views it's are not the popular view. It may not be, but it's not factual either. Well, maybe not, maybe not in this room. In it's not the popular world. view. In my world, I'm talking about reality, dude. Mm. I didn't make this up. This is how it is. But I you don't go like to a it, Dungeons and Dragons convention, and yeah. boy, you'll be a hit. <laughs> Douchebags and dragons. <laughs> Ben's new game. Ben, it's not a personal attack, but it is. It's not. Holy crap! It is. Oh, Ben, you're ben you're is part computer. Ben's big tech. Cannot I'm sorry, compute. big tech. Big tech. Big tech. Hi, I'm Big Tech. Ben's algorithm is insulted. He's got an anal rhythm. This <laughs> <laughs> band. I'm so glad I decided to bring this topic to the podcast. This is a good one because, again, I think, Ben, you have rel relatively good points, but you're missing the argument that we're making. What is it? Haven't you listened to see? You're so fixated on what you think. I do get think, fixated, but Ben, you but don't I can't expand. To what you're saying. Ben believes that the algorithm, mainly because that the I targeted you're marketing, wrong. that the advertising directly to people, all of that shit. Go watch Blade Runner if you want to see what our future holds. The advertising, the targeted advertising, where you're walking down the street and this little fucking drone flies in front of your face and puts exactly what you're looking for on the screen. That's what we're heading to, man. Yeah, but then that takes away the, the I guess, how can I put it? Um, the accidental happy things that happen in your life. For example, if you're constantly steered to the same thing, doing things the same way, you're never going to grow out of that. You're never going to expand. But if it's something that you do spontaneously, there's no algorithm for spontaneity. That's the human part of it. 
Now we're taking that out of our daily lives. That's what I, we're talking about. There is no spontaneity. The computers are trying to keep us down, <laughs> man. No, they're not that's keep why you they're down. putting the vaccine. That's why they're putting microchips in the vaccines. So they can please. control us all. That's what they're doing, man. Ben, we're not talking about computers. We're talking no. about people manipulating data to their own purpose. That has nothing to do with the machine. The machine's Thereby a machine. manipulating you, us. Your political thoughts, your thoughts on culture, your thoughts on politics, your thoughts on finance. Your th How about Bitcoin and things like that? Oh, man. Younger people look at it as a way to make money. Now, you think about it. Well, what's our currency based on? Gold. Is that gold really where they say it's supposed to be? And how much gold is there? I thought so, we were taking... We're not on based on gold. I thought Nixon took care of that, but all right. I'm just ahead, saying Dan. that's how the currency was based before, <laughs> but it was based on something tangible. That's the point I'm making. But the Fucking treaty ben. we have, the treaty we've had with the aliens, the currency <laughs> was human children. Yes, and cows. No. So, but again, you you're just you're not listening to what we're saying. You're hearing the words, but you're not listening. No. What we're trying to say is that I'm listening. Because I of, just can't comprehend. It doesn't make sense big, to me it, what you're it saying. It doesn't because you're very linear. And what we're talking about is beyond <sighs> being linear. It's Ben's more uh, a, a human condition thing, not something mechanical, not something so programmed. According to you guys, I go on Facebook and it says you should be a Republican. Oh my God, I should be a Republican no, today. Donkey, it's That's not, what you're saying. No, I'm not. What I'm saying is they're going to gear stuff based on. Your history. What have you been looking at? It's what? a subtle. It's a subtle form of brainwashing. Yes, because you consistently if you allow yourself, fed. if you allow yourself to consume social media in that way, where you're making decisions based on social media, where you're getting your news from social media, if you allow yourself to live that type of life, yes, you will be brainwashed into a certain way, way of, of thinking. thinking based on who you associate with. The algorithms that are in place to extract that information and steer what, you in that direction. What makes that different than reading a newspaper? Ben, it depends on the newspaper you and read. Also, everyone's going to be forcing their agenda down there. Uh, That's down right, but you have the but freedom you, to not buy so that you newspaper. you have the freedom of not reading those articles. But Ben, how I, many, I don't, alter I don't get it. How it, many alternatives? How many but alternatives? It's your choice. It is your choice to read those to drill but in deeper. But if you're choosing to read an article, that's one thing. But, but if you're reading an article online and all of a sudden an ad pops up, which they've gotten more and more intrusive as the years go on, you're reading an article, all of a sudden your whole screen gets taken over by this ad advertisement or this video or some shit you had no interest in looking oh, at poor Mark but you know reading, how to handle a pop-up but you're reading this article <laughs> and so something is shoved in your face that you never looked I'm for you're not looking a, for at a magazine and you have to figure out happens. and you have no it doesn't and There's you have to figure out right there. I'm like holy crap no I can see Ben's article. point Man. he makes a valid holy point holy crap the advertisement is there. It's the message there. is there. It's the but, same thing. But it's a generalized it's message. Listen, oh. wait, there's a difference. There's a generalized message that's made for everybody's consumption, not a particular audience. But if you're advertising in a magazine, let's say a car magazine, what's the demographic? Not housewives. You're uh, men 18 to 50 years old. That demographic, they'll be looking at the ad with the girl in the bikini selling a beer or syrup. That's, that's marketing. The way that marketing works oh, is... is we ben knows how well, marketing works. Well, let's, let course. me finish, please. It's changed. Now that technology is where it's at, and 
you can pinpoint your audience to the nth degree. But Do you remember when you went on your first porn site on your first computer, Ben? Do you remember what happened? All the pop-ups. 75 pop-ups came up and you didn't know what the hell to do? No, I know what to do. It's just annoying. You know what to do then? Yeah, to close them all. You're fucking lying. Yeah, it's I annoying. I fix people's computers It's annoying. Of that. And, I'm, and I'm starting to understand why you're on this side. Because you create that shit. So, of course, you're going to see no harm in it because that's what you do. But it's innocent in his case. This he's is, not this doing is what anything. everybody needs he's, to understand. Ben is not doing ben anything to hurt anybody. makes that shit. <laughs> yeah. And it's he's like, made a career out of making that shit. It just, it just dawned on me. I yeah, just realized what's going livelihood. on here. You're, you're hitting on his <laughs> livelihood, dude. When you're telling me that I'm online and I'm reading an article online and all of a sudden my entire screen gets covered up by an ad and now I have to search for an X to shut it down even if I can shut it down. Right. Okay. Right. That's that's intrusion. Is it? Yeah. Okay. It really is. You know what? Don't go to that website ever again. I won't. Perfect. I certainly won't. Excellent. That's what That'll I do. That'll be the last I time I ever go to that website. I those websites. That's the last time I go. There are times when I do search and I'm like, easy, I'm not going easy, to that the point. Easy, the point easy, is, the point I'm trying to make. No, no, no. Let me, let, me let, me to make. let me come back. Let me come back to like Dan's thing where let's say it's a magazine the and point I'm, I'm opening it up and I don't like everything. I will not buy that magazine again. But the point I'm trying to make is that it's so invasive these days and so intrusive in your everyday life that you can't go on a website. You can't open up your Facebook. You're getting advertised to it every freaking turn. Okay? And the only way that you can do it is Don't to read it. is to read magazines because then you could flip the page. Or you can throw the magazine in the fucking garbage. Don't but, use the app. If you're going to complain about the app, complain about the website, don't use it. Problem but, solved. But our lives are problem solved. Full Your of lives. Ben, do you use it? Now you, I use like three apps. Okay. You're, you're being ridiculous now. Okay, because you you're on that Facebook, other side of it. You don't use You're on that Instagram, other side of it. You don't use, but I, don't, I don't even do anything with social you media. You don't benefit from me not using those apps. No, okay? I just got to hear your shit. Because if I wasn't on those apps and I wasn't using those apps, then I wouldn't be that target for that advertising. And I wouldn't be one of those people that they can directly advertise to and send all this yeah. bullshit my way. It used to be entertainment. Now it's just being bombarded with fucking ads and bullshit to try to make you either do something, think something, say something. Or buy something. Or buy something. It's just one of those things, you know, there's a, a thought about, you know, creating a whole new world where you don't have to worry so much about copyright as long as you know it's there to, to share but unfortunately a lot of people are on YouTube to make money and you're making money off of other people's music that you want to play like a lot of things I like to listen to where people will listen to a, a song and talk about it and go over some of the music and the lyrics and all that but unfortunately that artist whose song is being played should get paid yeah, it's disgusting what's going on with artists. So, and you're a musician, you're a creative person. But now the but things you know, that, that people are creating are becoming worthless. Music is worthless. Okay? Any kind of art that you create is worthless. Photography is worthless because well, wait, anybody wait, 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 can wait, wait, fucking wait. do it now. Yeah, but guess what? Anybody could make music on their computer now. Technology. Anybody can make music back anybody then, can but pay just anybody can pay $2 a month and get access to 30 million songs. So what value does music have anymore? All right, but guess what? I guess the value it has to you. The technology has changed, and so has the way people 
interpret art. NFTs. What's an NFT? Well, people mine these little NFTs or images. They're digital images that they sell. And you would shit yourself the amount of money these NFTs are going for. What value does it have? I can't hang it on my wall. I can't hold it. I can only look at it on the screen. It has no value. But the that's value what I'm is saying. in the it's, idea. Yeah, and but, trying to sell people on the idea that this has value. value exactly. That's what it's all about. But that's what I'm saying. Is that like the pet rock from back yes, in the day? But exactly. it depends. If you're gonna This is valuable. It's a pet rock. Oh my god, I have to have one. And all of a sudden they become worth something. What but is, it's not the rock it itself, it's the idea. Non fungible. I don't know. Fuck. Non Weren't they going to do something token. like that with like baseball cards and they football the, and all that stuff? Well, where you have a digital image. Exactly. That is just you yours. Don't try to be image. friendly now, motherfucker. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's not. For that's the what better, you wanted. It's not. It's your algorithm. It's not for the betterment of mankind. It's for the making of money. It's for a profit. Exactly. So everything is driven by money. So whatever little it's you know whatever it, it's nothing innocent new. Thing, it's something and new. you could say don't buy <laughs> NFTs. You could but say don't buy what? cryptocurrency. Yeah. What but if, people are doing it. And, and people what are if making society a of money. changes it? So now you don't have dollars don't do drugs. anymore. People are still buying drugs. Look, we're drinking. So it's, it's legal, a, I dude. I don't understand your point. No. Oh, is it people are breathing. Yeah, Ben. So? Yes, yeah, it's very good for you. Mine is very healthy Dick. for you. <laughs> now the studies say that any form of Anyway, blah, blah, blah. Who cares? So... <laughs> The thing that we're trying to express now Ben's is a fucking doctor. Yeah, <laughs> doctor, doctor B, doctor Field, doctor B. Anyway, doctor BS, doctor dipshit. So, the point, the moral to all this is that a lot of the things that we use, social media. How many alternatives to Instagram and alternatives to uh, Facebook are there? You know, how many different choices do you have out there? All right, you say, well, then don't use it. Okay, but now you're disconnecting yourself and you're punishing yourself and not becoming a part of society because you don't agree with certain things. And that's fine. Okay, that's so about, that's wait, society well, you, Well, Ben, that's what it is. The society, our society is heavy into our cell phones, into the apps, into social media. Our kids, that's all they do. I mean, do you remember your kids? Do you remember? I think they're alive. Yeah, they alive? well, check. Why don't you go online and, and Google <laughs> my kids? Where are they now? Anyway, what I'm trying to say, Ben, you, our generation is much different than the people coming up now. You have to accept the fact that things aren't the way they used to be. You were saying, well, music back then that we liked. Dude, that was back then when they used to tour a lot and things were different. Things Record companies don't have the same clout that they used to. In other words... They don't really even exist. You used to go to the record store and look at the album cover and flip it over and read the mm -hmm. names of the songs. And then you'd bring the record home and you'd pull out the inner sleeve and there'd be pictures of the there'd band be on art. stage. There'd be stuff. There'd be something cool. There'd be lyrics in there. Mm -hmm. And you'd spend hours listening to the record, reading the lyric sheets, looking at the pictures, opening up the double yeah, album. Look at all these pictures. That's, that's something completely different. No, it's not, Ben. Because that wasn't... Social media's fault. That was the record company's fault. What are you talking we about? Have, I'm talking about culturally different. different. No, he's talking about opening up an album, which was great. That was, was, the, that was the digital age's fault. The internet's fault. All we're fault. saying is our kids because don't have now, that experience. And their way of looking at things is different from the way we look at things. Because also now the way that they're marketed to. Digital. Now you have 
everything accessible with the push of a button on your computer, on your cell phone. Now you can have that song in seconds accessible to your phone. Or, again, you could pay a subscription, a small fee, and have access to 20 million songs See, when that these we were artists up, are getting paid nothing for. When we were so it's a totally up, different way to consume music because now it's all digital. But that's and consuming it's lost its a value. lot of things. Yeah, but then when we were growing up, did you buy the album because it had one good song on it? Hmm, I don't know. I don't have a lot of money. So I, wait, you probably only heard that one song exactly. on the radio. And then the rest of the album sucked. And then you're like, oh, shit, I right. spent almost whatever. But you ran out and bought the album because you yeah. heard the one song you liked oh. on the radio. And then you brought the album home, whether you liked it or not. And then you had this product, this thing, in this your piece hand. of art in your hands. So the artist you're complaining now doesn't get paid any money for their songs. Let's go back to even the greatest bands, the biggest bands in the world when they first started out. They didn't make any money. They were ripped off by management all the time, by the record companies. Right. But at least so, when they sold records, they got paid for their record sales. They got paid for the amount of units they moved. Too. Did they? You know how much they, some of these bands toured yes, and at they the end did. they owed money. Yes, yes you're they right. did. For the most part, they so, did. Yep. You're talking about some stories that certain bands went through. They had bad luck. They had bad managers. They had bad record companies. A lot of bands. But for yeah, the majority true. of the bands <clears throat> that have been mainstream, they were making money on their album sales. And touring. Okay, because they got smart, they got representation, they learned what they needed to do, they learned how to read a contract, okay, and they got paid for their music. Now, you have to remember, there's a lot no of these way guys, to get paid for your music unless you're touring, unless you're selling meet and greets or drum lessons yeah. or whatever, backstage VIP passes, that's why bands do that, because mm -hmm. they make no money on record sales Dude, anymore. Dude, they never did that before. It's just an additional way to make money. Why is all this okay with you, though? That's what, do you what I don't understand. It's like you're an artist, thing? you're a creative person, but it's okay that you can bust your ass for your whole career to try to make a name for yourself in the music industry, and then your music is just given away for fucking free to anybody who pays a subscription. Or... You know, like, how is that okay? I don't get it. Or you're not in a demographic because that the record people or the music people think is sellable. You hope that they will listen to it and they'll be like, you know, this is so good, I want to get that album. Dude, what outlet is there for new music to it come out? It doesn't matter because now go people- Go to my website. Now will, people will you, say- I have to produce the website to sell now, my own product. Now people will say- I can't rely on a, no. on a, a music Who's company. Who's going to- Now people will say, oh, I love that song. I'm going to go to Spotify and I'm going to make a playlist and I'm going to pay Spotify $10 a month or whatever it is. And you're paying Spotify. You're not paying the artists that you downloaded their music. You would have to download 10 billion fucking downloads for that artist to see a significant amount of money. That's just the way it is. All right, so music is made accessible for practically nothing anymore, which is why I'm saying music has no value. Whereas before, you had to go to the record store. You had to pay 10 bucks or whatever it was to buy that record. And that record cost money because you had to press it into vinyl. You had to record it. You had to make the, the, the jacket and the album art and all that you had shit. To you had that to ship that album across it. the country and Now it's just, it. oh, boop, here. The song's on my phone. I don't get an album cover. I don't get a jacket. I don't get any, any lyrics. I just get the song for a dollar on my phone. Worthless. Well, Worthless. But you spend your whole life as an artist trying to get to a point where people can hear your art, and then they do, and they like it, and it becomes popular, but you still don't make any money off of it. That's why you make money touring, and that's why they charge so much money for a ticket. Yeah. That's and again, where does that them? money go? 
It goes to Live Nation. It mm-hmm. goes to this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. It goes to that motherfucker. Go put on a show. How much is it to put on a show? You have to pay the labor. You have to pay the venue. You have to pay the unions. All this stuff. It's a lot. It's so how do very, these people very make different money? Now. It's all uh, about the corporations, and it's not about the people. It's not about the artists. It's not about the people that are making the products. It's about the people that are selling the to products. To Ben's point about way back, you know, early artists in rock music... They didn't give a shit about the business end of it. That's why they got taken advantage of. 99% of them, hey man, I'm doing this for the music. It's important to me. The art, the music. That was the philosophy back then. They were very naive and they got taken advantage of. Had it not been for that, then all the other bands coming after that would not have been able to adjust based on their mistakes. They saw what happened to them. They got representation. They got more professional help. So they didn't get ripped off. And people made a business of representing artists and making sure they got good deals and didn't get screwed. That's that's the yeah. difference. It's, it's an evolution like we're talking about. But now technology has changed the game so much where the old way of doing things, the way that we're used to doing things, going to see a band, they, they tour, they do, it's archaic. It's not economically feasible now to do that because we have COVID, but you still have material to sell you still have a band to promote how do you do it well you go online you get a youtube channel for your band you do a live stream you reach more people with one live stream than you would maybe touring for three months in venues that they don't know you but if you live stream where you know people follow it the algorithms will yeah. promote it. That's what i'm saying and That's hopefully they'll I'm buy saying. your records and you start making your money that way wait a minute who is this Al Gorithm you guys get It's not Al Gore. He didn't be normal. Wow. This has been like the most sober podcast we've had, but the most animated and, and passionate because Ben a whole feels bunch of attacked. Stuff. I gotta pick up all my stuff. I'm not I'm not particularly sober. No. But I fucking hate Ben. <laughs> I really You don't hate need him. to be drunk to hate Ben. <laughs> You don't have to be old to be wise. You don't have to be drunk to hate that. <laughs> he was so smug tonight, wasn't he? Yeah, he's just like, just don't oh, use it. You guys don't are stupid. It. Don't use it. Don't breathe if you don't they, like they the air. They spend billions of dollars to pull you into this fucking platform of Facebook because and you whatever. Have a weak and then, soul and then you have to say, oh, oh well, then don't use it. I have to go on here so this? I can look at Wait, 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 wait. Excuse wait, me. Ben? Excuse me. Wait, I have to say this. Ben, put your money where you know You're talking about a weak soul. Mm-hmm. You post more on Facebook than fucking anybody. Yeah, I know. Oh, and you I'm always at, tag me in your posts yes. to make people <laughs> you think tag us all that the time. I'm hanging no, no, out no. with you when I'm not hanging out with you. Dude, we don't want to hang let's, out let's with you. Let's be honest. I have not been posting a lot lately. Lately. I don't do... I used to do a lot. Hell yeah. Way back in, you were in the whore. day, it was just so much nicer. Like you were saying, Facebook has changed so yeah, much. And it Facebook is much nicer now that you're not fucking posting on it. <laughs> <laughs> How about we do this? We'll do the Ben social media challenge. You. Ben, you're forbidden to go on social media only to promote this podcast. You can do that, but that's it. You can't post anything. You can't look at anything. You can't do... How, you know, you put your nose where your money is. Do that. <laughs> Cut yourself off from all <laughs> social put the money media. Where your mouth is, not my nose. No, put your nose where your mouth is. <laughs> it's already there. <laughs> oh, boy. Ben, put your nose where your face is. Oh, too late. <laughs> put your nose in the same state. <laughs> anyway. Ben, put your nose where your car is. Oh, too late. <laughs> I what think car I is parked his car, my car in his nose. 
Oh shit! You're anyway, to take so me home. Ben, Ben parks your nose in the driveway. Lead by example. I'm taking you home. Are you or no? Fuck no. Oh, lead, lead by example and show us, Ben. Just don't use social media. Don't do the internet. No, thing. except because I don't ah, have an no, issue you with talk it. Shit. No, I don't but, say that. Oh, <laughs> an ad came up and it, it hurt my feelings. <laughs> 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 it was a to me. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Ben is the poster oh board for fucking. You're such a dick. Creations. <laughs> Holy a dick. shit. Now his anger towards Mark is coming out. Wow. <laughs> See, it wasn't just me. He hates you too now. <laughs> if you don't agree with Ben, he hates you. It doesn't ben matter has if a you have a smoldering fire. Oh, it's a in blazing, flaming. It's a flaming fire of hate, of hatred. Great balls of hatred. It's the new album by Ben. His nose. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! He's so angry, shooting fire out of his nostrils. Can you send me that picture of your wife? Because I know that picture was for me. Oh. The one of her blowing a kiss was for me. Oh. Anyway, so what did we learn tonight? Well, a lot of things. Ben is full of hatred. <laughs> ben is very if, if narrow-minded. You're, if, you're not, if you're not with me, you're against me. <laughs> Ben's a fucking scumbag is what I learned. <laughs> wow. That's pretty That's pretty hurtful, but yet very you think that's harsh. <laughs> no, if you don't agree with Ben, he refuses right to compromise or, or see the other side. It's just his way or no way. That's right. My way or the highway. And he gets very condescending, too. Yes. That why, and that's why Ben's always going down the old dirt road by himself. <laughs> Dude, I wish I had video of that fucking stupidity you just did. Well, we have oh. it on audio. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna cry twelve octaves above the range of a dog's hearing. <laughs> Meanwhile, the way that you respond, it's it's infantile. You're fucking. You're missing the point. Exactly. The point isn't about the mechanics. We used to live in a world where we can just watch a show. You'd have a few commercials, and that was it. Right now, when you try to enjoy anything on TV online, on your computer, you're bombarded with this shit in your face constantly. Well, not only that, but it's just remember let, uh, the example- Then don't watch anything. Then don't look at anything. Then don't go on the internet. Then don't use your computer. But then can why can't I use my computer? Because you decide what I should watch. This is, this is what technology on. has done for me. What? I can hit Ben's mute button. <laughs> <laughs> that's why can I like technology. Channel? <laughs> uh... If you think about we're talking about this. music, radio. Mm. Remember way back in the day when we were growing up, you heard such a variety of different bands on a rock station. Now yeah. it's all segmented like this station plays only this. That's how our society has become. Instead of all these things that you can experience because maybe they're interesting and something you wouldn't listen to, but it's out there and it's a variety of things that you can hear. Well, now, now you're steered to a direction constantly. So you unless could put you yourself, purposely, you could put yourself in your own little bubble of the things yeah, that you like. But that's what I'm saying. So you're not becoming immersed in the grand. And in my bubble, Ben wouldn't be there. You're not immersed <laughs> in the big sea of everybody else. You're in your own little bubble, your own little pool, and you think <clears> you're <throat> part of something bigger. No, you're just cutting yourself off from That's ideas, right. That's right. culture, different things. Why? Because you don't have the freedom to explore that stuff unless you consciously, and that's why I said 
Spontaneity is a big thing. If you consciously search out things that you don't normally do, just to expand yourself and to learn, that's great. There's no one stopping you from doing that. But most of the kids who this is really directed to and who is going to be in our shoes making the money, who's going to be paying for all the products that these things are aimed to sell, that's the way they're going. A narrow focus. They don't expand it. Music has been stupid, dumbified, right? Big arrangements and rock songs. You had string sections. You had a different instrumentation, different time signature, all this good stuff. Now it's formatted to a 4-4 four, four beat. You know, there's no intricacy. There's nothing experimental. That's There is, but it's not in the mainstream. It's not the pop stuff that you hear all over the place. There's no 18-9 time anymore. No, they got rid of that. I don't know why. I enjoyed it. There was no microtonal stuff either. That's true. Yeah, but we learned. It's true, but but I believe that that's what technology and the internet and and that's what it's done. Mm -hmm. It's brought everything down to a very simple form. People just want... What they want, they want something very simple. They don't want to have to think too much about it. They don't want to have to work too hard to get and it. I want it now. They just want it spoon fed to them. Just give me this. Okay, that's all I want. That's all now. I want. That's all I want. I want it now. No, that's too complex for me. That's too intricate for me. That's well, I don't too. Want to, I don't, I don't want to think listen about music it. with people that play real instruments. Oh. Yeah, no, I don't want to think about it. I just want to. I just want to dance. You know. Yeah, I want my feet to move. And, yeah. that, and that's what it is. Yeah, and we're back. <laughs> and now people can just, like I said, surround themselves with the things that they like mm-hmm. and fuck everything else. Exactly. And that's it. Because now you can subscribe to the exact type of uh, you know networks that you want. You can listen to the exact type of radio that you want with the satellite and everything like that. You can do everything that just you want. That's specifically tailored to you. So is there any cross-pollination of ideas? That makes you comfortable and makes you feel secure. But then in that security, you're also isolating yourself. That's why we have such a difficult time communicating with each other, because we're so isolated in our ideas and our way of, you know, communicating with each other, because we don't. We text. There's There's no facial expression with a text. If I'm talking to you and you see mm-hmm. I'm pissed, you could see that because we're having that conversation. I saw your body and you were flailing all over the place where you mm-hmm. were deeply insulted because we're talking about a subject that you really didn't comprehend. But that's okay because <laughs> we're educating you. And that's the whole thing, Ben. We're looking big picture. We're not looking at, mm. at the mechanics of it. You're telling us, well, this is the car and I'm driving my car and you turn the key. Well, if you don't want to drive the car, you don't have to. Ben, we're not talking about the car. We're talking about the traffic and all the people driving and the big picture. That's what we're talking about, the big picture. How is this affecting the future going forward? It's a big factor in that because there's this sharing of information, the the culling of information, the mining of stuff, people using this for their own purposes, and you're being guided to, you know, what you want. But did you really have the freedom of that choice? It's like, I'm going to, I'm just saying, you have the freedom. I'm going to tell you, you can get this product or that product, but I'm the one determining what products you have the choice in. That's the point. That's the big picture. It's not like, you know, you discover something on your own because they limit your access to things unless you purposely go out and look for that thing. And that's all. That was the point. 
music. Uh, ben, <laughs> it's the way it is. I mean, music. You know, we like what we like mm-hmm. because we've experienced, you know, a variety. New wave music, rock music, metal, you know, classic rock stuff. Unless, as a kid, you're exposed to that stuff from your parents. You really, there's no way of hearing that old stuff unless you're exposed to it by somebody else. And that's what I'm trying to say. The way it's set up, if I listen to pop music that's out now, I'm going to get more of the same. And why would I want to listen to the other shit? Because my friends are listening to this. It's It's popular, and that's why it is popular, because everybody's doing it. People who are into music will go back to its roots. You find an artist you like and you go back, well, what influenced them? That was the beauty of it because you found out where it came from and what created them and what their influences were and how they applied all that stuff. All right, bite me. What I'm making- you I'm sorry. just said I'm sorry. is the algorithm. I just fell the Look, fuck asleep. I, I'm, oh, I, I'm listening to band right. XYZ and mm-hmm. you know what? Their favorite... The guitar player that you love their guitar solo. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a huge fan of blah, this blah, guy. Blah. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, that's where blah, came blah, from? Blah. I want to listen to that guy. How many, what's wrong with the ben, algorithm doing that? Blah, blah, it's blah. the same thing you have just done, except blah, you didn't blah, have blah. to do all the looking up. The but algorithm the does it. it for you. The algorithm. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. <laughs> and algorithm, what do you have to say about this? Blah, blah, blah. Thank you, algorithm. Algorithm, what do you think of Ben? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> algorithm. What's Ben's status as a human? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. That's my sound effect for having to edit this fucking hunk of shit <laughs> for the next six hours of my life. Uh, well, we got something for you to do. I think it was a good show. I think it was a spirited discussion. Unfortunately, to those of you listening out there, you'll not hear half of it. But <laughs> I promise you, it will be an interesting listen. And you will develop a deep hatred for Ben, too. I just I just poured myself the rest of the barrel heist How'd wine, you like it? and then Ben picked up the bottle like he was going to have some. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I wasn't going to have some. I just wanted to look at it. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, you, what, you wanted it. to look at the like bottle? I like it. I like it. Yeah. Wow. There's a special way I'd like to drink it, though. Through an expired beer glass. <laughs> have you ever been to a party where there's like a, <laughs> nobody cares! What <laughs> 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 ah, for me? Go, algorithm. Go, algorithm. Where there's a shot luge. <laughs> a luge, a shot luge. Yes. It's made out of ice, and you pour the shot down, and the person's on the bottom. Oh no, no, I, yes. I know what you mean. Yes. But I never That's done the that. way I'd like to drink this wine. Oh, really? but the luge is your wife's. <laughs> oh, ouch! Was, you must be that drunk because now you, the truth is coming mean. out. Holy shit! That See, Ben, mean. you're full of hate. He's I full. I think that of, was very complimentary. <laughs> ben, you're full of hate. He's full of lust. You know. <laughs> She's the best. She is. So there. All right. Can we fucking end this shit, yeah. please? Yeah. Ben's, Ben's pissed. <laughs> You've been listening to the Drinking with Friends podcast with Dan, Ben, and Mark. Bam. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks again for all of your support. 
and we'll catch you on the next time around. Remember the Olympics. Yes. Like, subscribe. Then don't listen to it. Don't be part of the podcast. Don't look at it. And if you don't like it, don't be part of the podcast. Vicky, come get me. They're being so mean to me. Because I'm narrow-minded and kind of stupid. I don't want to pop up hurt my feelings. (laughs) (laughs) That was was very funny. I don't, know. I don't know how to click the X. I don't know how to click the X. I can't find the X. X marks the spot, but I can't find the spot. It's hidden because it's not always in the upper right hand corner. Sometimes it's in the left. Or sometimes it's at the bottom just to throw me off because the algorithm knows that I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Who is it? The algorithm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah! Now we're starting in a bang mom.